live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so you can enjoy those on us. That again, freetalklive.com. We go right into the phone calls to start things out to the amplifier line. And Sam in Texas, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Sam. Hey, gang. Hey. Uh, Ian, would it be all right if I went on, like, a three-minute tirade here? I don't know. We'll see how good it is, and then, uh, you know, if it's good, you'll uh, be able to do it. All right. Uh, Yesterday, I heard about Lauren and later on Ed, and uh, I got angry, and that anger and resentment attracted a police car on the way to dance class. Now, I usually take the road pretty fast, but I immediately slowed down when I saw the police car, and then I asked myself... Tell me about this dance class. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) you got to let me go on, guys. You're going to blow it. This is going to be great. (laughs) <laughs> oh, now you've really built it up. You better it's, look out. It's hip-hop. It's hip-hop. I do hip-hop dancing. Okay. All right. Um, so then I ask myself, how free am I really when the sight of a peace officer there to protect my rights so abruptly changes my behavior? And then I ask myself, am I just going to talk about being free, or am I actually going to stand up and live like I'm free? I took the road at a safe speed, which happened to be 10 miles over the speed limit, mm-hmm. and he followed me until I shifted out of my anger and resentment to freedom and love, and off he went. Now, in Colombia, there's a frog known as a poison golden frog. It likes to hop around the rainforest, living the life the way it wants to. Uh, But there's a snake that is so intent on having this frog as its prey, it's developed a resistance to the poison. Now, the toxin is so poisonous that one milligram will kill 10,000 mice. But the snake is so intent on controlling the fate of this frog that it risks its own life becoming paralyzed for several hours after eating just one. Hmm. So I ask you, who are these people in charge of us? They initiated violence against Lauren, a peaceful person who has the courage to stand up and live her life like she's free. These predators are so right about the way they think the world should be run, they're willing to murder those who disagree with them. When you kidnap a peaceful person like Lauren and you steal her car, and then you have the audacity to rob her at the rate of $50 a day because she didn't pay your $100 tax, do they not know what they're doing? Do they not know that this is only going to attract others, some peaceful, but others more violent? And where is it going to end? If you think that you're free with these people in charge, my friend, I am sorry to tell you this, but you are a slave in denial. I hope your ignorance is bliss because one day it won't be, and when that day comes, it will be too late for you. The time to act is right now. Get off your butt, go join the Free State Project, and get to New Hampshire while there's still a chance to turn this country around and show the rest of America what it's really like to live free. And Amp Free Talk Live. <laughs> wow. Well said, Sam. You uh, you did a fine job. You know, I really, I always find it amusing when there's a news article about an Ed Brown or about anybody who would be um, basically just dis- disobeying the state, disobeying their orders and their tax laws and all their silly rules. And the uh, a lot of people in America have this... They get very indignant about it. They say, well, that'll show them. You throw those guys in a prison cell. Hey, they're stealing from us all, or whatever it is their rationale is. They love to see people get in trouble when they don't pay their fair share. You know, all that nonsense. And I think what it is is that uh, I think they get jealous because some slaves have left the plantation. I think that uh, yeah. they're very jealous because some of us have had the courage or have figured it out, have figured out the scam, this uh, governmental scam that's going on in this country, and that we've decided, like Lauren, to live free, many of us, in, in some of us in more ways than others, like Lauren, she's very, very free uh, in, her, in her own mind, 
uh, and the, it, it upsets them. I think it bothers them at some uh, internal level that they may not necessarily consciously identify, but I think, subconsciously. I think, it's fear. I think they're scared. When they see people stepping out of the system like that and just living the life they want to, that's what's so lost on people, is that we have this group of individuals out there in our society that thinks it's okay to murder to get their way. They think that the way that they've made up the world and our society is supposed to be run is the right way, and they are so indignant about their righteousness that they're willing to kill for it to ensure that that way continues. And who's to say they're right? People don't even ask that question. You got it, Sam. Thanks for the call, man. I can't say it better than that. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. And, of course, the people he's talking about are government people. You know, the people that are in government are enforcing their way on us at the point of a gun. Now, they're not always murdering people right off the bat, but they are stealing their lives away from them. In the case of Lauren Canario, our friend who was arrested for driving without a uh, driving while license suspended or, or driving without car registered, um, you know, they she's not she hasn't been killed yet, but she's having her life stolen from her as we speak. She's sitting in a jail cell somewhere, and no one has been able to talk to her yet. We don't know. Wh- we don't even really know where she's being held exactly. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with uh, police officers, you know. D- taking care of people that uh, steal things or commit violence and that kind right. of thing. But I, the, the, all, the problem is, is when we create all these rules, uh, when, when society, you know, when, our go- when we allow our government to create all these rules, the only way it has to enforce its little rules is putting people in jail cells. That's it. We have more people in jail cells in this country than any other nation on earth. It's true, percentage-wise. And it may very well be uh, actual people, too. Do do we uh, really? Do we need that? Do we need people put in jail because they're not properly licensed to be operating a motor vehicle? I realize that you're a woman in her 40s, and you've never had a drunk driving conviction, but you don't have the proper licensing, madam. Right. Lauren Canario, by the way, was, I think, the first ever female firefighter in the Army. So I got my driver's license by driving around a parking lot once and and parking between some cones. It took five minutes. Yeah, the idea. uh, Yeah, I love that. The idea that the government driver's license has any sort of reflection on whether or not you can actually drive safely is absolutely absurd. Right. It qualifies you in some way. My bureaucrat was so fat that she couldn't buckle her own seatbelt. She made (laughs) me do it for her. I was. Yes, I am dead serious. She could not buckle her own seatbelt. You bet she would have gotten points off if she hadn't followed the orders. Right. So I had to buckle this lady's seatbelt, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, if I touch this lady the wrong way, she's going to fail me. I was very nervous about it. Mm. It worked out fine. but Yeah. We, this, this country needs some drastic change, and it starts with you. Really. You, listening to this show right now, it starts with you. We've come here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and as have many others. And that's not necessarily the route you have to take. That was Sam's suggested route. That's what we would like to suggest. But, uh, you know, what you really need to do first and foremost is free your mind and uh, free yourself in your personal life and then figure out how to help uh, other people find that same level of freedom and come here to, free, uh, to uh, the Free State Project as well. Let's continue with the calls. Uh, let's talk to a Free Stater that had an incident today. We can talk more about the Brown thing here in a moment, but uh, this is breaking news here, and I think Free Talk Live is getting an exclusive. Let's go to Philip in New Hampshire. Philip, I think calling from, uh, are you at Murphy's Tap Room right now? Uh, yes, I am. I'm sitting outside chatting with you guys. How's it going? 
Good. It is going excellent. Now, uh, I'll get, I'll let you tell the story today. Something came over the uh, Porcupine 411, which is sort of this emergency little phone network that we have here set up amongst yeah. uh, free staters, and it was a message from you. What happened this afternoon, Philip? Um, well, about 2 o'clock, some uh, people from – it looked like a mix from the Treasury Department and from uh, the U.S. Marshals came over to the House um, – and uh, at first, when they came up, I didn't know who they were, uh, and I called Park 411 in case anything happened. It's good to get the word out, um, and also good for both sides to have some sort of record. Um, and uh, then uh, I uh, – sorry, there are a lot of ums and ahs in here. That's okay. Um, <laughs> then uh, they started asking questions about uh, if there were any firearms in the house, who was there. Uh, it turns out that they're basically – uh, tying up some some loose ends with the Ed Brown stuff because people have been advocating violence, which is never a good thing, and uh, they're trying to locate those people to uh, see what kind of threat they possess. So the uh, allegation was that someone in your house was one of the people al- um, alleging or, uh, or agitating for violence. Um, they actually never made an allegation. They were just looking for uh, information. Hmm. Um, more than more than anything, they didn't allegate that anybody was. They were asking if anybody was, or if we knew anybody who he was advocating violence against government officials. Can you um, can you yeah. hang through and uh, tell us more of the story? Because I know there's more to it. There are a lot of uh, yeah. crying questions they were asking. Uh, they then went on. They then over, went to a free stater owned bar there in Manchester, where you're calling from, Murphy's Tap Room, and then proceeded to question some of the uh, the patrons there as well as the employees. So uh, we'll find out what's going on with that. Philip in New Hampshire, hang on. 800-259-9231. The federal government nosing around uh, in the houses and businesses of free staters here in New Hampshire. We'll find out more. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features on the site are completely free. We've got updates. Get signed up. We'll clue you in whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show. You'll know first if you're on the updates list. Updates.freetalklive.com. That is updates.freetalklive.com. And your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. Does this bother you? Well, it bothers some scientists, especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. Try their crib mattresses, uh, crib mattresses too. SavvyRest.com for the sleep you've been dreaming of. That is SavvyRest.com. As we go back to Philip in New Hampshire, uh, Philip, who is calling from Murphy's Tap Room, the scene of an, inve- an investigation. You're just about to put me back on. An yeah. interrogation. In fact, you are on, Philip. Uh, and uh, yeah. And you were calling from Murphy's Taproom where the feds paid a visit today to talk to some people, apparently investigating some alleged threats of violence uh, by somebody. We we still aren't really sure who it is that they're looking for, but they came to your house earlier. You happen to be home at that time. You live in the, uh, they call the Pork Manor, the Porcupine Manor there in Manchester, one of, I think, three of them at least. And uh, that's sort of like, it's it's a house that's been set up with a bunch of rooms to rent that incoming Free State Project members can move into for a very, very uh, affordable price, sort of get a foothold yeah. here in New Hampshire. And so presumably they were they were interested in one of your roommates who allegedly had been posting some threats online, but you aren't even yeah. really sure who they were looking for, right? Um, no, and I'm not, I'm not too sure that 
you know, they've, they've got a, I think they have a list, but there are a lot more people that they're suspecting of, of wanting to do harm and they're just trying to get everything straight is, is what it seemed like. What was um, it though? Can you, can you tell me the story about uh, your detention and your questions to them about deta- uh, detaining you? Cause I yeah, found that I mean, very I was, interesting. I was outside and I had locked the door on the way out. Um, and, uh, you know, I asked them if I was being detained, and they said no. And I'm like, well, then am I free to go? And they're like, no. And then the uh, <laughs> then I must the be being detained. Said, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, and the officer said that he basically didn't want to play those uh, legalistic game word, word games with me. I bet he doesn't. Um, so uh, I stood there, and I, you know, the nicer they were to me, the more I answered. Um, mm-hmm. And there was one guy there that, you know, he was very, you know, I think he was very concerned with the safety of of that group. Um, which, you know, if you're, you know, if you think about a whole bunch of people, you know, wanting to harm your friends and family, if you happen to have, so happen to have, you know, a group of people to come around with you and find these people, you know, when you visit them, you're going to be concerned with the safety of your group as well. So on on that human level, you know, I can, I can definitely understand that. Um, so, but yeah, they were trying to get information about the people who are in the house. And like you said, people move in and out of the house all the time and, there, there are people in the house, and they all have their own schedules. We're all fairly quiet people. We read a lot, you know, so you never know who exactly is in the house when and, you know, what, you know, they have and what they don't have. I mean, so, you know, I honestly didn't know who was in the house. And know? they were doing and a lot was, of digging. They uh, they were asking several questions. We pot that down a little bit there, Board Up. Can we, uh, yeah, so they were asking several questions uh, in regards to just personal information about you. Uh, well, what do you do yeah. with your time? Why are you here in New Hampshire? What's your yeah. forum uh, handle on nhfree.com and all kinds of things? Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to connect a lot of dots. And then they went to Murphy's Tap Room, which is where you're at right now. And yeah, so um, I'm, I'm actually going to hand you off to one of the people that they talked to in Murphy's Tap Room. Okay, that'd be great. So, uh, okay. Who are we going to talk to here? Hi, Mark. Hi, Ian. It's Ivy. Hi, Hello, Ivy. Ivy. Julia is on the show tonight as well. Hi, Julia. Hi. So you were interrogated today by uh, federal U.S. Treasury agents, as I understand it. What was this all about? Well, they were looking for my roommate, Rob. Hmm. Huh. And why? What, what, what were they looking for him for? Well, they said that uh, their concern after the Browns were arrested is that he will basically go off the deep end and start shooting people, such as judges and other agents that were in conjunction with the case of the Browns. Is this the guy that wears the Constitution Rangers hat all over the place? I've never seen him wear a hat. This Hmm. is the guy, Rob Jacobs. He usually wears a jean jacket. Yeah, that's Um, I'm familiar with him. That's him. Okay. Yeah, he is He is somebody who I believe has posted some things online that uh, certainly could be perceived as threats. And so, you know, I don't know where, you know, I don't know what this guy's doing. I don't know what his plans are. I'm sure you guys are distancing yourself from him as much as possible. But this really just goes to show that we've talked about so many times on this program. When, when people call in agitating violence on Free Talk Live, we always play it down. And we always say that's, that's not something that we support. And look what happens when you get on the airwaves or you get on a message board on a forum and you start agitating violence against the government, they come after you. They're coming after this guy now. Does anyone anyone know where he is? I do not know where he is. Um, I would probably be the only one that would know. Um, But uh, when I had contact with him, I specifically told him not to tell me where he is, so Mm -hmm. I would not have trouble. They did tell me that if they do not speak to him within the next 24 hours, they will be issuing a warrant for his arrest to be on the lookout for, hmm. and he 
be arrested and taken into federal custody if the, he does not speak to them in 24 hours. What what are they going to arrest him for? He hasn't done anything Threats? except write stuff down. I have no idea. I agree with you. I have no idea why they would arrest him except that they that he refuses to speak with them. Well, I believe that and now they, that you can't arrest somebody for that, but I believe that threatening violence is indeed a, a crime in America. Okay. I I could be then wrong about that. Well, it could be, and perhaps that's what they intend on charging him with. They did not tell me what they intend on charging him with. They just said that if they don't speak to him, mm. they will issue a warrant in well, the next 24 hours. There's different hours. ways that people, quote-unquote, threaten violence. Like I could say, you know, uh, these federal officers need a good spanking. And I, <laughs> now, have I threatened <laughs> violence against them, or have I just said what sort of violence they need? Yeah, that's I don't point. think that that's the same thing. Well, Correct. we don't have excerpts from what he Neither said in front of us, so we're, you know, we're speculating here. Ivy, uh, are you sh- a bit shaken up? Are you feeling okay? Um, how did you handle all of this? Well, my biggest concern is obviously for my children because they did threaten my arrest if I did not cooperate with them. Really? And therefore, I don't, you know, if, if I'm arrested, I have no one to care for my son. I'm, I'm it with him. His, his father's not in the picture at all. So, mm. um, I, you know, that's my biggest concern is my children. Um, I, I, but again, you know, I told them straight out, I don't know where he is. And they looked at me and said, we don't believe you. And lying to a federal agent is a crime. And we will take you into custody if we are sure, certain that you're lying to us. Well, this was the attitude that I heard on the, uh, the audio clip from Philip's yes. phone earlier is that they threatened Philip and uh, Michael, who were both at their home. They threatened them with arrest. They said, if we have to come back, we're going to arrest you. And Philip asked them, well, what are you going to arrest me for? You know, what are you going to charge me with? And they, they, re- they retorted, well, I don't know. That's up to someone else. But they knew they were going to arrest him. They just didn't know what they were going to arrest him for. It just goes to show how these people operate. Is it really illegal to lie to a federal agent? Is that true? Maybe. I don't know if that's true. It, it, it sounds to me like a violation of your First Amendment rights, because if I have the right to free speech, I have the right to lie. Well, I think that may actually be, uh, there may be a law against that. It wouldn't I'm sure surprise there is. me it's, in the it least. It wouldn't be the first uh, law violating your First Amendment. Ivy, we're glad you're okay, and uh, I hope Thank that you. everything cools down tonight and everybody's all right. And, and thanks for coming on the show and telling us the story. Hey, I'm honored. I'm amazed. I'm on Free Talk Live. <laughs> Great having you here, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you sometime out at the tap room. Thanks for the thanks for the time tonight. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Federal agents nosing around, asking questions, interrogating people, threatening people with arrest if they don't talk to them, threatening people uh, with arrest if they don't cooperate with them. More on the way, and it's all because somebody wrote a threat on the Internet. This is Free Talk Live. George Phillies is the right candidate for president, a serious, well-educated candidate who stands for the basic principles of liberty and the basic principles of this nation. Paid for by Phillies 2008. This is George Phillies, libertarian for president. I approved of this message. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us, including live streams, broadband version, and a dial-up version, both free for you, freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project, your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the Second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. 
And we are talking about some events that happened here in New Hampshire, the chosen state for the Free State Project, uh, amongst a number of free staters, uh, the early movers who've come here. Uh, turns out the federal government, after arresting Ed and Elaine Brown, which we can get to that story here in a little bit, uh, but Ed and Elaine Brown were taken in. Now they're following up on some uh, some other leads in relation to the Ed and Elaine Brown case, particularly one individual who apparently is a free stater that was allegedly making threats online. Now, it should be pointed out that every free stater, almost every free stater I've ever met, totally nonviolent. They want to change things either through the system or via civil disobedience, and they are not interested in initiating force on the government because they understand that when you threaten force or when you actually initiate force on the government, it only br- they only bring it back on you tenfold. It's just, it's just how violence works. You, you start violence, somebody follows you with more violence, or they, they come back with more violence, and then that makes you want to come back with more violence if you're still alive, and then so on and so forth. And it's just the cycle of violence continues on and on and on. So most people here don't want to have anything to do with uh, violent types. And indeed, the person they're looking for, this Rob guy here in New Hampshire, the person they're looking for was at one time on nhfree.com, which is a forum that the federal government mo- they, um, they monitor, and he was kicked off of that website because of his advocacy of violence. Because the owners of NHree.com don't have any interest in uh, having that sort of viewpoint promoted on their website. And well, I didn't. I haven't seen what Rob's written or anything like that. And, but I totally understand where a guy is coming from when he talks about, you know, protecting himself and protecting the, you know, the, when 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 somebody comes um, comes at you with violence, I understand talking about violence. I would agree with you that uh, talk, violence against the authorities is of no use whatever. But I don't know what Rob said. Well, as I understand it, I don't have it in front of me, but as I understand it, he's sort of in the crowd of people. Very small. He's like Tom? Let's call it militia type. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's. I mean, I don't know if that's really even accurate, but he's in a very small group of people that has been known to threaten retaliatory force against the federal government agents that were to arrest Ed and Elaine Brown. So basically, the threat was that if you go and arrest Ed and Elaine Brown, then we will do this and this and this and this. Hmm. You know, kill your family, that sort of thing. Uh, so wow. that's that's what's that's what's going on here in New Hampshire right now, and uh, we need to continue with the phone calls going also to New Hampshire. It's Bill in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live, Bill. Bill, New Hampshire, going once. Do we have Bill in New Hampshire? Yep. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Great. What's on your mind? Uh, all of this stuff that's going on up here in New Hampshire. You know, I uh, just got a call maybe uh, about an hour or so ago and found out that there's all these people riding around and, you know, sort of using, you know, these verbal strong-arm tactics to interrogate people and, you know, give them veiled or overt threats. And mm-hmm. I'm just trying to kind of get my head all around it. Uh, you know, like Mark said, I don't re- know really what provoked all of this. Uh, you know, except some some things online. I That's haven't it. really read anything. Well, it has been a while because the guy they're talking about has been banned from the NH3.com forum for for a few months at the, at the very least. So these are probably threats that are several months old, is is my guess. Yeah, it could possibly be. I mean, I, I remember, uh, you know, hearing something about how they were upset over what had happened over the last 12 months. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what that's all about. But, but this is what know, happens. I would, I, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you that, you know, almost everybody that I've ever run across since moving up here is, you know, all about, you know, peaceful change and really trying to, you know, get things done without, you know, it having to come to anything like that. 
Um, certainly, you know, I've tried to calm certain people down, you know, either callers into this show or people online and just sort of get them to, you know, kind of hunker down and look at the long-term goal. So I don't know exactly what these people think that, you know, people are likely to do, but... I don't know. I mean, they're scared, obviously. And I, it seems to me that if you're going to be frightened of uh, of dangerous people, you should be frightened of the ones that aren't threatening you overtly. I think that, you know, somebody that's getting on a message forum and posting threats, I don't know if they're actually the type of person who would ever go through with it. I think the, the federal government has more to fear from the people they've never heard from uh, than the ones I, that are getting on a message forum. I don't think these federal agents that are going around interrogating people are afraid of anything. Well, they I, certainly I were simply... I think they're simply using it as an excuse to come down on people that they dislike because they have different ends than they do. Could very well be. They they were not being very nice. Um, based, I don't know if you heard the phone message uh, earlier. It was um, it was distributed via Pork uh, Pork 411. I was going to play it on the air, but the guy that recorded it, Philip, who was on the air with us earlier, specifically requested that it not be uh, that that not be done uh, because apparently it was an illegal recording, or at least that's what the feds told him, and he believes them. So, you know, out of respect for him, I I won't play it on the air. But uh, they were not. They were not very respectful. They were. Uh, they were very rude. They were threatening. They were demeaning. And I think you're right about that, Bill. I think they are using this as an excuse to, har- to harass free staters here in New Hampshire. Well, uh, just like to you know, sort of put it out there that you know everybody I know is is you know very peaceable people. They're just trying to live their lives without you know any kind of interference. And uh, you know, guys, just keep an eye on each other. Absolutely, and I think that we really need to, and, and not just us here in New Hampshire and the Free State Project movement, but anybody anywhere in this country involved in any sort of pro-liberty uh, faction, whether it be the Libertarian Party, Ron Paul meetup groups, you know, you name it. If you're out there doing liberty activism and somebody comes within your midst who is talking about violence, who's talking about going after the feds, who's talking about starting something – you suspect them immediately. They could e- they're either a fed themselves, are they are the fed. right? They're either a fed themselves, or they really are crazy and violent. And uh, either way, you want to ostracize that person. You want to get that person out of your group. And I think that's so important that uh, that we not associate with these violent types. Yeah, and I heard that they actually are sort of uh, going around harassing people that are not in New Hampshire, out of state. Yeah, I, th- I did. I, I think I heard rumors about that as well. Bill, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, as always. 800-259-9231, because that's what happens. You agitate for violence, and it brings trouble your way. Here it is. Perfect example of it happening in real life. No one has actually done anything yet, but if someone were to actually do something, then it would be even worse. Then it would be ten times as bad, the amount of feds and investigators and cops that would be jumping down your throat. And if you're even close to connected to somebody who's an advocate of violence, then you, as you can see, you're going to be investigated too. Mm-hmm. And they're going to threaten you with arrest if you don't you know, give them the information they're looking for or whatever it is that they want from you. So ostracize these people. They're dangerous. If, not they're, if they're not actually dangerous in real life, they're dangerous from the perspective that the feds consider them dangerous and they will come after you for it. 800-259-9231 just a word to the wise. Well, I think you can talk about it with them first um, before you just cool, go ahead. Cool down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they tried talking to this guy, and he wouldn't cool down, and so they banned him from the forum. That's all you can do. 800-259-9231, ostracism. Let's continue with the calls. Talk to uh, Ben in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ben. Hey, Ian. Hey there. Uh, you know, I saw on the news, I think this morning, that James Dobson... Do you know who that is? Sounds familiar. The, a family, focus on the family or something? Focus on the family. That's who it is. Uh, Christian conservative group. Basically, he 
threatened to give his support to a third-party candidate if the Republicans nominated Rudy Giuliani. Okay. And I thought that was kind of funny because there is a candidate who's perfect for him right under his nose already in the GOP, and he just raised $5 million. Well, that would be Ron Paul, of course. But that now, is he Ron perfect Paul. for him? I mean, I don't know much about focus on the family, but just judging on the you know the name of the organization, I think of Parents Television Council, I think Busybody Group, I think a group that wants to tell me how to live my life from a moral standpoint. Is that what they do? Well, um, I'm actually uh, a Christian myself, and I'm rather impressed with Focus on the Family because they don't seem to do that so much. They, they really... I, I don't remember the name of the website, but they do have a website out there to help you uh, if, if content in movies is something you care about, to sift through to that. review that. That's because, cool. Yeah, they, they, they review movies for you. Yeah. Basically, they, they want to they give information and help families make responsible You take care of your family. Like I'll take care of mine. Thanks for the call, man. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. The features on the site are for free. Now, if you like Free Talk Live and you want to help support the show and uh, look good in the process, you should go shopping at store.freetalklive.com. we got great Free Talk Live branded merchandise there for you and other things as well you might find interesting. Store.freetalklive.com. As we continue with the phone calls, let's talk to Joe in Washington. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, nope, Joe's gone. Let's go to Eric in Michigan. Eric, you're on Free Talk Live. Eric in Michigan. Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey, what's on hey, your man. mind? Uh, I would just like to say that I'm fully in support of the arrest of Ed and Elaine Brown. Okay. Why? Yes, I believe that they are parasites, and I believe that what parasites? happened is completely justifiable. Well, explain your position. Why are they parasites? Because they lived for, you know, what, 50, 60 years in a system uh, where they had protections, they had services, roads, FDA, and they made their bones, you know, they made cash. And now they've made all that cash, stored up all that cash in their near retirement. Uh, they've said, we just want to hoard it. They don't want to give back uh, while they've taken away. Well, and where's I their obligation to give money to the government? That's not giving back to anything. That's giving money to an organization that's uh, using coercive force on people. Where's their obligation to give them anything? They're living within a system voluntarily that asks of them money, payment. No, it doesn't ask. It demands. System. Yeah. The yeah, system if demands. If you want to live here, you have to pay. Simple as that. It's just like a rule for any other society, any other right. private society. But they all have the same rules, and all those, you know, I mean, this society in particular is founded on concepts of liberty and freedom. And they've gone away. I mean, is it really so wrong to want them back? No, I, what, what concepts of liberty and freedom? We're talking about the income tax here. I'm not talking about anything else. Right, and income tax is absolutely, positively slavery. The government is um, spending money based on your future labor. The labor that you put out, the government thinks it owns. And right. I only know one type of person out there that owns the labor of somebody else, and that's the master of a slave, sir. Are you telling me that there's no justification for any private society which taxes you to live there? Because that's the argument that you're making. If you're paying any money to a society to live there, you're a slave. I would, I, I would tell you that uh, I would prefer to be less of a slave. And Ed and Elaine Brown did pay taxes um, to the, uh, you know, the local community. They paid their property taxes now, and that kind of thing. It's the involuntary factor that makes it slavery. It's not slavery leave. if you go and join a country club and you have to pay dues every year in order to use the golf course and live there. That's not slavery. That's not a voluntary slavery choice. Not Ave Maria either. 
but they're uh-huh. still going to tax you there. There's no difference. They could have left, but they decided to hoard all their money and not give any of it back to the system, which asks of them a tax, and that is wrong. It doesn't ask. They're no. a parasite. No, it, nobody, it does not ask. Nobody asked anything, and they did pay into the system for many years, and then they decided they were done paying into the system, and that they didn't want any of the uh, services anymore, and they didn't want any of the federal government's uh, benefits or programs or whatever it is that they're offering, and if you don't want the services anymore, then you shouldn't feel obligated to pay for them. No, no, no. Pardon me, pardon me, but what what gave them the right to carve off a part of the United States, make it theirs, and decide they didn't want to pay taxes? They paid for that off, piece of could property. Could I carve off part of Ave Maria and say, I don't want to be part of your system anymore, but I'm keeping this land? Could uh, I do that? Ave Maria is a private community, sir. Indeed, you would so be consenting the States, to their rules. No, the United States isn't a private community. It it's a community is. ruled over by a gang of people calling themselves government. That has nothing to do with voluntary consent or anything like that, dude. They're living here voluntarily, therefore they must pay the tax. If you don't want to pay the tax, don't live here. That's how the system works. And go live somewhere live else where there are taxes? Your system sucks. Your okay. system okay, sucks. And no, that. I don't have anywhere I want to go. I want to live here and I want to live free. I was brought up to- being told that this is the land of the free. This is where people come when they want to get away from despotic governments. Not Freedom does not mean a lack of obligations. Sir. Obligations Absolutely are not. created voluntarily, sir, and Precisely. it is not volunteering when you're born into a system of coercion. That's not volunteering you are living at all. Here, you are living here beyond the age of consent and paying a tax because you want to live here. If you don't want to live here, you can leave and stop paying that tax. They are not kept here. Ed and Elaine Brown decided to hoard their money and still live within the system. Okay. They didn't want to pay taxes anymore, but they're obligated to do so if they want to live within this system. Eric, I, I don't want to go to jail, so I pay my taxes. Absolutely. I do that. But I propose a system where we don't demand money from people and quote-unquote, provide them services, because we really don't provide them services. They, the government does things, and it does pretty much whatever it wants. Um, you know, it's got this whole uh, you know, sheen of, uh, of legitimacy around it, but it really doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. I propose a system where we don't point guns at people and don't force them to do things, but you are applauding the uh, pointing of guns at Ed and Lane Brown, who didn't want to participate in the system. Who's a better person? No, no, I'm applauding the I'm applauding the extrication of funds from someone who's a parasite, and I think that your system sounds great. You've got your definitions you wrong, Eric. Applaud. You know, you've got your definitions wrong because a parasite is someone that sucks off of pr- the productivity of another, and that's what the government does. It's the government that's a parasite, and you're just jealous that Ed and Elaine Brown had the courage to toss off that parasite from their lives, and you're just jealous of Mark, them for that, aren't you? Mark, I think that your system sounds great, and I think that you should find a plot of land that does not yet have a system upon it and form your own government. I would. Like I, I would love to find a plot of land um, to do such a thing, but you know, currently I don't have the financial wherewithal to do such a thing. Does that mean Tough. I can't have freedom? Tough. If you can't form your own system, find a system that you enjoy. Just because you want it to be some way doesn't mean that you get to change the system entirely. You're really showing your violent side tonight, Eric, and it's pretty despicable, in my opinion. I'm not a violent person. I just oh, yes, you if, are. They want to live with, if they want to live within the United States, they have to follow by the rules. I'm the not United living States. in the United States. I have no interest in living in the corporation of the United States. I'm then living on a plot of land here system. in New Hampshire. Then you should try to break off within the system, which is why I applaud the Free State Project. But you don't just get to decide, I want to keep my little plot of land within the United States and break myself off. You can't do that. That's not how the system works. The only reason I can't do it is because there are armed men with guns around threatening me if Ian, I do. are you telling me, and I'm serious here, answer my question honestly, that I could move to Ave Maria 
and decide at some point. That I don't know I why you keep bringing up a private community, sir. This You're talking a about a private community, community where this you would go in and consent to their rules on the way in. You this would explicitly consent by signing an agreement. None of us have signed that agreement with the federal government that this you defend so vehemently. Being that I'm living here beyond the age of consent, I'm living here by choice. I'm paying the taxes by choice. I can move if I want to, but I'm not because I like this system. And because I like this system, I'll pay the taxes and follow the rules of the system. You know, the, the, uh, what I, I follow the rules of the system because I don't want to go to jail. I mean, I okay. don't want to pay these taxes. I would prefer not to pay them. I think the government's involved in all kinds of crap that it shouldn't be involved in. But I would prefer, you know, to live relatively free. I think that the, uh, the United States is a great system. I speak mm-hmm. the language here. That's a big benefit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I would prefer to uh, see this system downsized. You know what? I would, too. I would, too. But I want to work within the system. I'm not going to violate the rules just because I think I'm special and I get to do something that no one else does. I don't think that I created this system. The problem is, Eric, you've fallen into their trap. You've fallen into their trap. You believe that a bunch of men and women sitting around in a room in Washington, D.C., writing things down on paper can somehow create rules for your life. What what, what sort of a fantasy world do you live in? If it was a magic eight ball that decided the rules of the society, that would be legitimate so long as I chose to live here and I choose to live here. Okay, you've just completely uh, invalidated everything that you've uh, that you've said are you like, are you kidding here. me you choose to live here if a magic eight ball works, chose it it'd be a-okay with you too huh so you're telling me that when you turn 18 let's say am, you turn 18 and you didn't know this whole government was around let's just yeah. say you you got raised up in the woods somewhere by wolves okay, okay? and you turn okay. 18 and uh, and you walk out into uh, into the world and then somebody comes up and they say hey aren't you paying into the system and you say well what system well, you're living here. You you owe money to the system. There's a system on this here plot of land. You owe money to it. What are you talking about? I don't owe anybody money. Nobody ever signed any agreements with me. I, nobody ever entered into an, a, into an, a, an, a, an explicit uh, agreement with me, and no contract was ever created. And then that person would pull out a gun and say, well, you better pay up, or else we're going to throw you in that cell over there. You're saying that's okay with you, right? You're creating, you're creating a situation that simply doesn't exist. I, you, I, ch- I could challenge you to find one person. That situation exists for every single individual. Individual in this country, because there's an armed gang of people around, does not mean, uh, does not mean that they have any legitimate control over your life, sir. And the fact that you believe that they do is really kind of sad. Thanks for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. We're dealing with people like Eric. He's uh, people like him are all over the place in this country. They believe there's some sort of obligation to be a How part come of this government. There wasn't an obligation to pay income taxes before nineteen thirteen. Well, because then there was a, a group of men and women that sat around in Washington, D.C. and wrote some stuff down on paper that and somehow that magically created, created an, an obligation? obligation on every single person that was living on a certain plot of land that those men and women deemed to be their own, uh, the entire country of the United States. Not only did it create an obligation on those people, but it apparently also created an obligation on every single one of their offspring and every other future generation. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing that just a, a group of people have that ability to control others? I, oh, oh, wait, they don't. They're just people. I think that uh, people that have that sort of attitude are just like, well, I pay taxes, so you should too. That's exactly what it is. He's trying his best to justify staying on the plantation. He's, he's an upset little slave. He no. wants to change the plantation from within the plantation, but he's not willing to step outside of it. Now, we're not talking about a physical plantation. I'm not plantation. willing, personally, to step outside of it either. But I'm I not know going you're to, not. I'm not you're gonna, a good little slave. I'm not going to cheer the uh, whipping of one of the slaves yeah. right. like, like he is. 
like he is. He's saying he's happy. He's calling Ed and Elaine Brown parasites. They didn't suck any money out of anybody. They did business on a voluntary basis. You know what else I thought was sort of funny? He kept using the word a hoarding. And a lot of people think that if like you earn all this money, that you shouldn't be able to hoard it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. If I want to hoard my oh, money... Oh, by the way, uh, well, sorry, you can make your point, but... No one's it's listening now. It's the perfect now. resource for anyone Hour new to the message up. of liberty. That was weird. It's- With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. For you, it's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us. That again, freetalklive.com. To bring those of you just tuning in up to speed, at the very end of the hour, last hour, we had Eric in Michigan call in, and uh, he said he called the Browns out. Ed and Elaine Brown, uh, they were arrested early this morning or yesterday actually yesterday evening and we'll talk we can talk more about their story here in a moment but for for tax evasion right and eric called in to say that ed and elaine are parasites they're sucking off of the system they paid you know all of us are paying in and they're benefiting they're taking the services and they're taking the benefits well first of all ed and elaine brown were not taking any government benefits uh they were not taking government checks they weren't asking the federal government for any sort of services Which, or anything uh, it, like well that. first off if that is an actual legitimate concern that begs the question then at 18 years old did I have the right to opt out of our current system and not pay income taxes? No, you didn't. Okay. I mean, if, if, that's, says, if, that's, if Ed and Elaine Brown are, in fact, parasites and not slaves, which is what, how the government treats us, you know, when it, 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 uh, causes, it, it creates debt for itself, it's, it intends to pay that debt with taxes. It intends to collect that taxes on our labor. Somebody who collects um, money on your labor is your master. One way or the other. It makes sense to me. Now, what I think Eric's le- more legitimate point is the uh, America love it or leave it uh, argument that he has. I hate that. I understand. It, it, it's a difficult one to... It's nonsense. Um, just because America... Just because you can happen to leave America right now, and that's only if you really have a passport... Although I guess you can get out of the, the north border, the northern border, if you For wanted now. to. Um, just because you can happen to leave America doesn't mean that there couldn't be a situation where America decided to clamp down and close its borders. Well, then what would they say? I, I don't know. That, like that would have been a great question to ask. North Korea. Eric. People who live in North Korea, does he feel the same way about them? Right. Well, is that, they can leave is when North they turn Korea's system legitimate because um, because those people have they're opted in, in that system. You know, they haven't opted out of that particular system. Yep. Right. So his, you know, his whole point was that, well, you live in this land, you live in the United States, you live in America, and so therefore, by being here, you're consenting to being robbed by the government. And I find it absolutely an outrageous position. Now, Julia, you were trying to make a point. Uh, we missed our, our mark on the end of the hour, and the music bed didn't come up, and so we uh, didn't have a chance to have you actually have you finish your point. So if you could go ahead and uh, expound on that, well, whatever it was. I was just you were bringing saying. up. He kept saying the word hoarding when he was talking about them keeping money, and I hear this often, especially from socialists and just a, a large amount of people. They People don't like money. For some reason, they don't like people who have a lot of money. They've been taught that money's the root of all right. evil. So they feel sort of jealous. And, and like, if I earn a lot of money, why can't I hoard it? It's mine. 
What I don't understand why people get so worked up about hoarding money. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with hanging on to the money that you have, especially if you put it in a bank account, um, because then the bank takes that money and loans it out to other people who are going to do something with it. So I, really, the only way you can hoard money for real is to put it under your mattress also, or something. I think it's silly to suggest people like, that take that position sort of suggest that that um, if there people those people like Ed Brown are parasites, and if they were paying their taxes, so if the fifty percent or whatever the number is of Americans who don't pay taxes were paying taxes, our taxes would be lower, and that's ludicrous. The government You're absolutely right. I mean, it's spend not like it they all. have a certain amount that they're going to take, and that's it. They spend it all and more. Right. If they got more taxes in, they'd spend every dime of it. I'd like to you know bring up local municipalities as an example um, to to back up exactly what uh, uh, Julia's saying here is when you think about the housing rates, costs of houses in America have pretty much doubled in the last seven years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really quick time frame for housing costs to double. Oh, yeah. Normally, they wouldn't double that quickly. Well, did the municipalities give the money give money back to people? Did they did they issue refunds, nope. or did they take the, the extra money in and just spend it too? I've never heard of a municipality that did that. That did the the, the first the former part of what you said. Right, that's what governments are. Governments have, are the parasites. They have an incentive to spend all their money so they can get a bigger budget next year. Right. There there actually isn't really fundamentally any difference between the government demanding money from you for being on their plot of land or a gangster coming into your place of business and demanding money from you for protection or a mugger on the street coming up and demanding your wallet. Um, if you if if you're walking down the street at night and a mugger comes up to you and says, you're on hey, the turf. Yeah, this is my street and you'll hand over that wallet or else. Or else what? I've got a knife or a gun or whatever, you know, club. Uh, And so you're scared because you don't have a way to fight back. If indeed that happens to you, are you consenting to, uh, to, you know, to the mugger's demands by being on his street? How many times and how many people does the mugger have to rob before he's then a legitimate form of government? Mm, That's a good question. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Or how many robbers does it take for it to be legitimate? It's not okay if one person does it, but if a hundred people say it, then right. it's okay? Right. Exactly right. Let's continue with the phone calls and talk to Kisa in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live, Kisa. Hi. Um, about the last caller that called saying that, you know, Edney Lane are parasites and, and hoarding money and, and, you know, don't want to pay back into the system. Mm-hmm. Um, everything he was saying is on the assumption that there is a law or a rule saying we have to pay into the system. Oh, there are laws and rules. I mean, and lawyers will right, argue with this forever. but there's no law on the, you know, stating we ha- they can tax the What if there labor. was? Well, the judge wouldn't allow Ed Brown, uh, you know, to ask that question in his courtroom. He wouldn't address it, which I think is wrong and, and right. you know, is a, is a big issue in their particular case. Right. But what if there was, Kisa? What if there was that if law? If there was a law? Yeah. Well, I mean, if there was a law saying that, then, you know, I mean, we've been doing it for how many years? Been doing but I what? think the whole point Ed and Elaine were trying to get across is that there is no law and we've been doing this for years. And I'd like to say that my point is that that's a very weak argument because then all they have to do to prove them wrong is show them the law, which or they won't do. Law, in Ed, they make a law. In Ed and Elaine's case, it is not a weak argument because they wanted to talk about that in court and the judge mm-hmm. wouldn't let them. And that is a particularly strong argument. If you charge me with a crime, whatever that crime may be, you have to read that law in front of me in, in that court for me to be exactly. found guilty of it. 
But what if they create the law then? Then there's a law on the books, and then all of a sudden you have to create the law ex post facto. Well, whatever. You know, okay, fine. Well, then according to the last caller, they can make up any law they want and come in and bust you for whatever they want to. Well, we know they can do that. They can do that. That's what they do do. The other thing, though, is he was talking about them paying into the system, and he's delusional if he thinks that any of the money we pay in our taxes goes to the system and helps us in any way. You're right. It does pay it the goes interest. To the national debt. Yeah, it pays the interest on the debt, first and exactly. foremost. Exactly. A so, debt that I didn't create personally. Right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't consent to that debt. I don't owe, I don't owe those uh, people I money. I didn't spend that money poorly. Exactly. Tisa, any other so, thoughts? So, I mean, I just, I, I just wanted, you know, because it seemed like the entire thing he was saying was saying they have to follow the rules. And the whole point... That Ed and Elaine were trying to make is that there is no rule. Thanks so for the call, There Tisa. is no law. There is no rule. Thank you for the call. We well, appreciate it. In the case of um, Ed and Elaine, you're talking about a, a judge who jury rigged everything, and she's right. When there is, when when the system looks like it's just totally against you, what are you supposed to do? Now, if I were Ed and Elaine Brown, and I according to Eric, you're supposed to pay in as you try to change it from the inside. Well, y- good luck. That yeah. takes a long time. And if I were Ed and Elaine, I would have. Taken my money and sold everything, and I've gone to Honduras or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm not Ed and Elaine, and maybe someday I will. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. My point being that um, the the show me the law thing is a is an iffy point. You're right, Mark. It would have been great if Ed and Elaine had been allowed to show their uh, to to present their whole case in court, and they weren't. Um, but there have been people on the on both sides of this argument arguing forever over whether or not there is a law. If you ask the IRS, they'll say, look, Title 26. Go ahead, read it for yourself. Title 26. That's what they point to. They point to the law. And then, of course, the tax freedom advocates say, well, it's, well it doesn't actually require you. If you actually read the uh, requirements right, income here, and is this, this and, and this and this, and you get into legalese, and you get into definitions, and then, again, it's he said, she said. But it doesn't matter what the tax freedom advocates say, because they aren't in charge. It's not their court system. It's the government's court system. And the government's court system has said, time and time again, there is a law, and you will go to jail for violating it. Well, so it doesn't matter whether there is or isn't a law. What matters is what's right and wrong and what's right is you know, what's wrong is to take people's money by force it doesn't matter that there are people that wrote stuff down on piece of pieces of paper it doesn't legitimize using force over innocent people that's the main issue here. well i tell you there's one way to fix it and that's a uh, campaign donate and vote for ron paul that's it. That is an excellent way to uh, to make some progress 800-259-9231 also eric's whole uh, concept falls flat on its face once enough people stop participating, what would happen if that if you know just people just stopped paying taxes? How many people could they really lock up in that case? More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com, the place to go. The features for free. We've got the bulletin board system with over a quarter of a million posts. Serious issues and fun stuff. You'll find it all for free at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. The Republican Liberty Caucus welcomes new members in the pursuit of individual rights, limited government, and free enterprise principles within the GOP. Visit rlc.org and click join us today. We'll find liberty together. That's rlc.org. 
We're talking about the absurd position that one of our callers was taking last hour, and it's not a position that's unfamiliar to many Americans. Many Americans feel the same way. Uh, well, they of, all went to government schools, so that's right. not surprising. We've all, a lot of Americans, uh, most of us, went to government schools. We've been indoctrinated to believe the government's here to do good. The government's wonderful. We all owe something to the system. Uh, you have to pay your fair share, as they like to say. And uh, the caller last hour was was taking the, those positions, was taking the pro-tax position, calling people that don't pay taxes, that don't pay federal taxes, parasites. Um, and he's got it backwards. It's the government that's the parasite. They're the ones that feed off of the productive. Because if it weren't for people out there producing things, products and services, and selling them in the marketplace, if if money wasn't tra- um, changing hands, then the government wouldn't really have any ability to uh, to suck off of them. It it loves money, and if there's no uh, money being generated in the economy, then government can't uh, can't feed itself. To take Eric's position, the caller, um, Eric from Michigan, the caller that uh, was on the beginning of last last hour, and run it out a little farther. You'll see some absurdities to it. Now, first off, I don't think you should have gotten rid of him a minute before the uh, top of the hour like you did. Just it, it had the look of like, oh, my God, he's got us. What do we oh, do? I didn't think that at all. That's how I, that's how I perceived it. Well, anyway. Whatever. He'd been on the whole segment, and I was done with him. I understand you were. Um, the, the if if this lega- this government's legitimate because um, you know and, and it, with its magic eight ball or whatever he was saying, then wasn't the government that was on this land previously wasn't that legitimate too? And weren't the founding fathers like Samuel Adams, John Adams, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, aren't they in fact parasites that should be hung? I mean, by that same logic, right? It's simply, you know, they were able yeah. to put up a b- bigger fight. So, you know what, I, uh, the point I was making before we went away is that the other way his argument, one of the other ways his argument falls flat is that, well, okay, so Ed and Elaine Brown have stopped pay, uh, paying taxes, and a number of other Americans have, uh, you know, they don't pay taxes either. They're just not as vocal about it, not as, uh, they're not as upfront about it. What if more people stopped paying? And what if more people were, were honest and vocal about it? And they just said, you know what? I've had it. I'm out. I'm stepping out. No more. don't want any more federal government services. I don't want Social Security. I don't want, you know, your military protecting me. I don't want any of your services. Thanks, but no thanks. I'll keep the money that I earn. If more and more people started to do that, and Eric got his way, like locking them up. He wants these people to be locked up and punished because they're not paying their fair share. So people stop, stop paying taxes. More and more people stop paying taxes and they start getting locked up. Lock them up, lock them up, lock them up. More Americans keep getting locked up. In the case of Ed and Elaine Brown, it's five years. They're probably going to be facing more time now. We'll talk more about that if we get a chance. But uh, So more and more Americans continue getting thrown in federal prison. The costs... To incarcerate these Americans, going to continue going up and up. Someone's going to have to pay those costs. Now, the rest of the good little citizens in America will be the ones that are going to pay it, because you can't get money out of the people in the prison cells. They're in prison. So, so as more people keep getting imprisoned, the costs to imprison go up. Eventually, let's say 50% of America decides they're going to stop paying taxes. Then what are you going to do? Then you've got 50% of America that's going to have to pay to incarcerate the other 50%. It's economically, it's not even viable. I don't know that what you're saying is necessarily true. We've heard numbers on this show that 68 million Americans don't pay taxes. There's no way to check this because the IRS simply is not going to tell you how many Americans pay taxes. Why? It would show illegitimacy of 68. 8% we're not paying taxes. Right. Likely those 68 million that aren't paying taxes are making very little. Probably. Likely. Um, so if as long as the IRS has the ability to even tax 1 million people in the United States and you know even if 
uh, only a million people pay, it's going to be the um, the richest million because the IRS is going to always go after the highest profile, the people that advertise don't pay your taxes, like right. Edna Lane Brown did, and the richest because they're the biggest, fattest, juiciest plums hanging right there. They're the low-hanging fruit. So they're going to go after these people, and they're going to threaten them. You know, at some point or another, they may change their tax code that only people that make you know, a million dollars a year get taxed simply because but um, because it would be too difficult to make anybody who's paying less. They just don't have enough IRS agents. But, yes, they could enforce that law on just a million people, Ian. I disagree with what, what your point is. You're saying that they could put five – you're saying they could put 150 million people in jail? I'm not, they're not going to bother putting them in jail. Are they putting the 68 million in jail? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying they'll make it legal for everybody to not pay taxes. No, except not even for the bother to make rich. it legal at this point. 68 million they'll people. Just ignore there's them? 68 million scofflaws out there that are not paying taxes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they sell drugs. I don't know if they make too little. I don't know if they work under the table. I don't know what the reason is that they don't pay taxes. But the IRS is not putting 68 million okay, that's people in true. jail. But if they did what people like Eric wanted them to do and punish those those scofflaws, then it wouldn't work. It's it's economically impossible to do something like right. that. Right, and you they're see my not point? Gonna, They're not. Yes. And they're okay. not going to do such a thing. It, it also goes to continue show. to go after the high profile and the richest people. And it also goes to show that it really is a consensual thing to be paying these taxes. If enough people stop consenting, if enough people stop believing they have to pay and just stop paying, then there's very, very little that can be done about it on a large scale. There's very, very little the government could do. They're, they're helpless if the people get it into their heads that they want to be free again. Let's go to the phones and talk to Carol in Florida. Carol, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Carol. Hi. Hi, how are you? Great. What's on your mind? Well, I've been listening to you all. I'm a first-time caller and a first-time listener. Congratulations. What's on your mind? You're probably shocked at this point, Carol. Well, I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm a little... I don't want to pick too much on that caller that called in. He just doesn't... He only... You know, it was in a certain section of his society where the Eric guy... I don't mm-hmm. mean to be rude to him because he only understands things from what he's viewed. And uh, I, I wanted to make a comment, or maybe you can help me out on this. What age do they consider someone a taxpayer? And how do they consider you a taxpayer? I, well, I guess if you pay, you're a taxpayer, you know, right? I was, getting paid, um, in, I was getting paid money at 15 years old. Uh, I, I started working me at 12, too. but I, I really only made comic books uh, for those first couple of years. Right. I, and so, but I have, at that point, I should have been ta- paying taxes if they had been reporting it, but that, it would have been illegal. So anyway, 15 years yeah. old. Um, you know, I paid taxes, and at that point, I didn't have the option of opting out of any systems then. Okay, and at that time... Did uh, no one put a piece of paper in front of you and said, sign this, you owe this, or yes, you made some money, so sign this and you owe this. So it's by contract. Well, now, they do put a W-2 in front of you. When you get your job, they do put pieces of paper in front of you at that time, and many people do sign those pieces of paper. But if you don't sign those and you're you're getting paid outside of the uh, W-2, the W-4 income tax system, then no, you definitely haven't signed, then you haven't consented. In the right, case of Elaine Brown, wasn't she? She was an employer. She's an op- who, entrepreneur. She's right, a dentist. She was an employer who was giving their her employees the option to do it themselves, right? I think so. That's, Carol, that's what yeah, I. As I, I don't know. I, I don't know about the law with what she was doing. I I, I know I found your link on a uh, message board, and it was talking about Ed and Elaine Brown. Great. And I was sad to hear that two senior citizens were being 
run off to court. Right. The, oh, they're that, not going to be in court. They never hurt anyone. They, uh, well, I they, meant court in jail. You right, know, yeah, and, they're, and, they're, on, they're in a they jail cell right court, now, and they're probably going to be there until the day they die, and we'll get more into that. And, Carol, thanks for the call. Hope to hear from you again sometime. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Shrine of Female Listeners is there with dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo. To prove they listen to the show, head over to shrine.freetalklive.com to see what it's all about. Shrine.freetalklive.com. And now you can save time and money on common legal matters created by top attorneys, legal LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will or living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. LegalZoom.com as we continue with the phone calls. And we talk to Charlie in Missouri. Charlie, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind, Charlie? I've heard your show, obviously, first time I've called in. All right, what's on your mind tonight? Um, You guys talked about the the government school being the problem a few minutes ago. It's one of the problems, for sure. Sure. It's at the root of it. I think the Sunday school is ten times worse the problem really? than the government school is. Sunday school? At least you're not forced to go to Sunday school. I guess there's a few other options than government well, but school, see, that's but not the many. Pro- that's the problem. People are going there willingly, and they're indoctrinated in, in stuff that just absolutely is not true. If, uh, if people that, that go to church would actually read the Bible for themselves, they would see things so clear it's not even funny. For instance, the scripture is as clear as a bell that taxing labor makes God so angry that he's willing to declare war on those who tax labor. I must say, I don't remember being taught anything about taxes in Sunday school. That's, I wouldn't expect you can, to be. Can you, before you go on, could you give me that verse? I don't remember any... I've read the Bible through quite a few, uh, a few times, and I don't remember anything like that. But I wasn't looking for it either. Sure. Well, see, the problem is, is the churches, they're all government corporations. They're doing nothing but there to, to preach obedience to the government. That's why they're 501c3 government corporations. They're not-for-profit uh, corporations. They're tax-exempt. They get tax-deductible gifts. They're there, and, and they get those, those uh, payoffs for preaching exactly the stuff that Eric was, was trying to get you guys to, to accept. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Isaiah I, chapter 58. What is it? Isaiah 58? Isaiah Thank you very much. chapter 58. We know, that, uh, we know that there have been instances when churches have come out and said things against political candidates that they have been threatened with the revocation of their 501c3. So there's certainly been some political pressure put on some churches in order to uh, be quiet about the system. But I don't know if, there, if there's actually anything overt as far as encouraging them to support the system, to, uh, to indoctrinate people to believe in the system. I don't know if I saw all any of that when I was in, in All right, well, church, let me but, just tell you this. If you were a, a good-standing member of the local Baptist church and you were Edney Lane Brown and you got arrested for quote-unquote tax evasion, they would bring you in front of the church and kick you out because hmm. the church preaches that people are to do anything and everything that, quote, government tells them to do, whether it's right or wrong. I right, believe that, you that, that there are churches that verse like in that. Romans, and then there's the give, me, give unto Caesar, what is Caesar's, and that whole thing. Sure, and, and all of that comes from the perspective 
of the government church, which is preaching the government's religion. Interesting point. I agree. It's, that, not, preaching uh, the, it's not preaching the truth that Christ talked about. Mark chapter 7 well, I, I don't want to cite any more Bible verses here. I mean, personally, I'm an atheist. I don't think kids should be going to Sunday school for different reasons, but I, I think you're right. There are churches out there that do teach these things. I don't know if it's every single one of them. I don't know if it's fair to paint them all with that same brush. But in, indeed, there are people out there uh, in churches that are putting that message out. And people should well, be concerned about I haven't about had a that. chance to read Isaiah 58 at this point, but um, I intend to during the break. Well, but you, if, you in need fact, to read it does... Isaiah 58. You could read... You can read the first several verses of James chapter 5. Okay, and, and you know, this is the problem with the Bible. <laughs> You're making him crazy the, with the, these Bible the verses. The problem he with the Bible is the Bible people can just go back and forth. You know, one person can find verses in the Bible to support his position, and the other person can find uh, other verses that support their position. Because, well, the Bible's that. full of contradictions, first and foremost. I understand foremost. that, and the, and the reason is because people, when, when you identify the agenda with which people are presenting Bible verses to support their position or to attack someone else's. When you look and find out what their agenda is, it's amazingly clear how, how the, the scriptures can be twisted and, and caused to say this or that or whatever somebody wants it to say when you see their agenda. And when you understand that 99.9% .9 of the, quote, churches in this country are 501c3 government corporations, the churches in this country are the biggest supporters of the war, they're the biggest supporters of George Bush, they're the biggest supporters of Cheney and all and all those criminals. Yeah, they came after that. I think a church in California. They came after a church in California when the pastor came out against the war. They threatened him with a revocation of uh, his 501c3. Sure. So you're right and, about and that. A, you know, and, and this and this thing, this is a whole other topic. But you know, I mean, churches shouldn't even be 501c3 government corporations to begin with. That's I, a whole. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody should be a corporation to begin with. Personally, I I, I abhor the idea of asking government to permi uh, permission to do business. Hey, Charlie, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I'm going to do business with who I want to do business with, and I'm not going to ask any bureaucrats if I can do it or not. Let's continue with the calls. Talk to John in Salem, New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live, John. Hi, folks. Hey, John. What's on your mind? Hey. I had to respond to this guy, Eric, that called up. I think he's a very confused person, and I think so because he's using this simplistic and absurd language that others do, that if you're in favor of a lot of freedom, you ought to get out of this country. Right. Um, now, what I'd like to tell him, I hope he's still listening, this is supposed to be a free country based on individual rights. If you remember your history, there was a revolution fought, and kind of at the revolution they were saying, you know what, we're not in favor of all these taxes, and we'd like to keep our guns and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Now, there's plenty of places on this planet that are run by complete mob dictatorships. They're called socialist systems, and there's plenty of places that people that like that can go. But the problem is, for those of us who like freedom, where are we supposed to go? We're already in the land that is supposed to be based on the ideas of liberty. I think Eric would tell you that's your problem. Uh, he, no, he would tell you that's is, your problem. People with his attitude, uh, wh why the country has gotten to where it is, and he says he's in favor of turning it around, and then he says people ought to leave. He's that, full of it. He's that just... actually want to get to where he pretends that he wants to go. He speaks Listen, out of both sides of his up mouth. He can pack his bags, and he can go north of the border. You got a socialist country right there. You can go south of the border. You got another kind of a government down there. This country is based on the ideas of individual rights. Well, it was a revolution fought. To, to completely change where the gov with a with a citizens rule and not the government. Thanks, thanks for the call, John. You got Thank it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. You know, 
You can bitch and moan all you want about me not wanting to, uh, to participate in the system. It's not my system. I didn't set it up. I didn't consent to it. I'm not interested in it. Now, I'm paying my property taxes here in Keene, New Hampshire, because, you know, I do use the roads here, and I do, uh, I do use the water service here, uh, the, the fire department. I would like to have my house uh, put out if it, if it does indeed catch fire. I don't like the idea that I'm paying for government schools here in, uh, in Keene, New Hampshire. More but than it takes to operate the entire city. That's what it costs for the schools. schools yep. Right, right. In fact, it's sixty percent of uh, property taxes here goes right. to the schools. Well, schools, schools are a uh, problem in and of themselves. Uh, people don't even think about it. It's, but it's really ludicrous the idea that uh, people have to pay to send middle class people's kids to school. Right. I mean, these, people who don't have kids. People, right. And what about poor people who don't have kids? Well, I I do understand why people uh, why people believe that the whole community should uh, pitch in to educating kids, and I think that they should. I think the whole community should pitch in to educate kids, and I think there should be funds to send um, you know poor kids to and most likely will to to class and that kind of thing. But but the idea of of sending middle class kids whose parents can afford to to send them um, to give them an education, especially if they didn't have to pay um, half of over half of their property taxes. To public schools in the first place, they'd have enough money to do such a thing. You know, that, that's what—that's the part that doesn't make any sense to me at all. I, I mean, if if we're worried about poor kids not getting educated, shouldn't we have some kind of little government uh, scholarship to send the poor people to school and not? These public schools where we indoctrinate all the ch- almost ninety percent of the children. Well, but the problem, Mark, with your what you're proposing is it's still socialism. It's still uh, forced wealth redistribution. And, and if you will let find the gov- ways to become a poor person, right? If you let the government keep its foot in that door of redistributing wealth, inevitably the doorway will be pushed wide. You know, the door will be pushed wider and wider. And again, government will continue to increase and continue to become more intrusive in our lives and more oppressive. And I'll more take expensive. a step towards liberty. Oh, yeah, okay. Stepping towards liberty is good, but let's keep stepping, okay? And let's keep going. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. We've got all kinds of guys on the line. Ladies, if you call in, you come first. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The feature's on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. That, again, is freetalklive.com. And if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then go shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com. If you enter through that link, Free Talk Live gets a percentage of your purchase. Once again, it's Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. 41 categories to shop in. Huge selection of products. Free Super Saver shipping on a whole bunch of their products. And, uh, and again, we get a, a cut. Whether it's a used item or a new item, do your shopping. Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Let's go to the amp line talk to Bill in Oklahoma. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, sir. Appreciate hey. it. Uh, I have a couple of questions, but before I get to those... I just have uh, one or two questions to Angela, or I, I guess Angela. Um, okay. Uh, my, my questions to her is... Um, who are you how, asking? I'm sorry, who are you asking a question of? Uh, Julia? Angela, Julia, there you go. Okay. I'm sorry. My it's all right. My we just didn't know what you were saying. My middle name happens to be Angela, so... Mine okay. too. Go uh, ahead. I'm sorry. Really? Angela... Please, please excuse my apology. I apologize all that. Um, my my two questions to you is: um, How are, is your campaign going, and uh, 
how 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 far ahead are you going with that campaign? Other than that, I've got a couple of questions for Mark and uh, uh, Ian. All right. Well, let's start uh, with we'll start with Julia's answer to your uh, to your question. Okay. Have, have right. you been drinking tonight, Bill? Oh, I'm 30 or 29 years old today. Thank congratulations. You congratulations. Thank you. Uh, all right. I was right. All right. Hang on, dude. She's going to answer your question now. Yes. Okay. Actually, um, the primary just ended here. Okay. And I hadn't done any campaigning at all, and I'm up against a man who has claimed to be involved in city government for the past 30 years. He is a current city councilor now. He got twice as many votes, but without campaigning, I got 164 votes, which I found very, very surprisingly high. Um, so at this point in time, I've got a month till the next election, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm about to start going door to door. Well, you know what? If you had my vote, um, I'm with you all the way. Excellent, 100%. excellent, Bill. You should get out your other points so you can enjoy the rest of your night. What else did you have on your mind? I'm sorry. Uh, my whole point of calling was because of the RIA. Okay. Um, somebody, um, or if nobody's listening or has. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead, pull the, the whole drink. <laughs> Bill, by the way, I'd like to say that Bill was coherent when he called in an hour ago. He's been on hold yeah, for an hour. You know I was on hold for like 30 minutes. Stuff no, you were on hold for an hour, over an hour, yeah, my that friend. Kind of, that yeah. kind of hold time will drive anyone to drink. Go ahead. Yeah, anyway. No, um, the problem I've got is uh, the young lady that got the uh, question was an African-American, or not, wasn't even African-American. She was a Native American. And nobody questioned her about her, uh, her, uh... Are you talking, I'm sorry to interrupt, but are you talking about the woman that uh, was fined $220,000 for downloading 24 songs? Exactly. Okay. She was was a Native American, and nobody questioned her about that, you know. Why would they? (laughs) Wait, what's that have uh to do with anything? Because she's just immune to U.S. law because she's a Native American? Exactly. Does she live on a reservation? Yes. Huh. She she should have gone to her Native American uh what what uh reserve lawyer or whatever. Yeah. She would That's a good been... idea, Bill. You know, I got to let you go, man. I don't know if you even want to play this one back. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your birthday. Thanks for the call, dude. I need to get me an Indian lawyer. What what, what is he talking about? I think he was pointing out that uh because she is a uh, because she was a Native American living on a reservation. Who is this he's talking about? The woman the, I I recapped it. The, the woman who was fined 220,000 $220, okay. for downloading 24 songs. We gotcha. talked about this last night. Yes, I didn't realize that she was a Native American. She was a Native American living on a reservation. So, therefore, his point is that, well, do all of the regular U.S. laws apply to those people? Don't they essentially live in their own little countries, basically? Mm -hmm. It depends. No, in this particular case. I guess not. But it would would have been an interesting approach. Um, So, an interesting question, nonetheless. It took a little while to get it out of him. I haven't heard a a good drunk call on Free Talk Live in a while, so. I don't know if that was a good drunk call. What are you talking about? He was pretty drunk. It was funny, I thought. He was pretty drunk, and it was kind of funny. Just, uh... I don't know if you should listen to the show. <laughs> it's always <laughs> awful to listen to yourself being drunk. 800-259-9231. Uh, you can take control of the airways. It's so hard, too, because it's easier to make fun of drunks when they aren't actually contributors to the show. And I'm not saying he's a drunk all the time. It's his no. birthday. But when drunks call in, we like to play our little uh, clinking glass sound effects and that sort of thing. <laughs> it's, it's more fun. to it's, it's, it's easier to have fun at their expense when we don't really know who they are. 
But Bill, he he contributes money to the show, so I, it's hard and to be mean. And he calls sometimes, and he usually has some uh, really good calls. Yeah, he so. does. <laughs> All right, let's continue with the calls and talk to Jeremy in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Jeremy, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Jeremy, Montana, going once. Jeremy in Montana, going twice. Let's try Carl in, apparently listening on the moon of Io. Carl, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey there, you guys. Um, first time caller, long time listener. Carl, what planet does Io circle? Io, it's Iowa. What are they telling you guys? Oh, okay. It's the, the Iowa. Iowa, is the... Iowa circles Jupiter, doesn't it? I think so. Uh, it, yeah. it's the only it state that it does. It said it was Carl yes. in Io, so that's what I, you know, that's what I said. Anyway, Carl, what? I'm sorry. What was on your mind? Okay, so basically, I'm hanging out with my friend here, and he's trying to convince me that I should vote for Ron Paul. Okay. Right. You've got and a good friend there. I would Carl. agree. <laughs> yes. So he told me that you guys would agree with that, and basically. He brought me a sign over. He wants me to put this sign in my window, and it's a Ron Paul, both a Ron Paul sign. Well, and you should, you know, before you put a Ron Paul sign up, you should actually know what he's all about and actually agree with what he says. That's exactly why I'm calling you guys. I want to be convinced why Ron Paul is the right person for my vote. Well, um, the first thing I would ask you is, what are some of the issues in the United States government that are a big concern to you? Well, I'm actually a former socialist. Not totally socialist, but I've been persuaded on some socialistic viewpoints and i just so that's kind of how i feel but recently i've been starting to realize that maybe like a more libertarian viewpoint is the way to go how do you feel let me just pick out an issue that you might have cared about as a socialist how do you feel about the war on drugs well i've always been against the war on drugs actually ron paul Paul is the only candidate that has uh, proposed to eliminate the war on drugs at least on the republican side i guess Dennis Kucinich. Kucinich, I don't think he he's... He might be a marijuana-only guy. Yeah, I get the feeling he might be a marijuana-only guy, but I'm not positive on that. I, I'm not positive on that. How about the war in Iraq? The war in Iraq is an iffy issue with me. I'm not really sure. I mean, it's it's a quagmire, let's face quagmire, it. Quagmire, so. quagmire! Ron Paul wants to bring the troops home, not just from Iraq, but from all around the world. So if you are not in favor of having an empire around the world, Ron Paul is the only candidate who is going to bring them all home from everywhere. And I would like to say that the Democrats got themselves elected in 2006 basically on the back of the Iraq war, saying, we're going we're gonna to do something about it. You just get us elected to Washington and we'll take care of that darn Iraq war problem. And what have they done so far? They've done, they've done squat. Right. Essentially, this is my thing about Ron Paul is agree or disagree with his uh, positions on uh, different issues. I don't agree with his position on everything, but I know he's not lying to me. I can look at his voting record over the last 10 um, you know, terms that he's had it's in hard the, to the find House the of Representatives, and he's been consistent. He votes against everything he considers to be unconstitutional, and the Constitution right. is the rule book that this country's built on. They violated the rules all over the place um, up to this point, but Ron Paul wants to stick by the rule book. Also, I find that admirable. Ron Paul is also um, accepting contributions from a whole bunch of individuals as opposed to big corporations, whereas these other candidates, you know, they're in the pockets of the uh, the big corporations. Ron Paul, not so much. So, I mean, he just stands heads and tails above uh, all the rest of the candidates out there, at least in the, the big parties, at least in the Republicans and Democrats. And uh, I, I've been pretty impressed by what he says. Even Julia. I mean, Julia, you're somebody who uh, generally is not even for any sort of politician whatsoever. And even you, right? I mean, you've been right. moving in the right direction with Ron Paul, right? 
How do you feel about Ron Paul, Julia? Well, I agree with Ron Paul on about 90% of the issues. I think um, I certainly agree with him on the war on drugs. And I would love to see any politician who gets into office and is interested. I mean, he's interested in just slashing programs, the FDA, things like that, that, uh, that I just can't stand. So I like that. And gosh, him or Hillary Clinton or one of those other people, pff, Ron Paul has my vote. There you go, Greg. Any thoughts? Greg, my name's Carl. Sorry, Carl. No, <laughs> Carl. Well, there's actually one issue that I just thought of that I did believe strongly in as a socialist, and I'm wondering how Ron Paul stands on it. And I think it would probably be the deciding factor in how I vote. Uh, I want to know, how does Ron Paul stand on Mark taking off his shirt? Awesome question. <laughs> Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. I can't see how he'd be, uh, he'd be against it. I mean, Ron it's not Paul, unconstitutional. Right. Ron Paul is in favor of freedom. <laughs> he may not necessarily agree with what you're doing with your freedom, but mm. he does want you to have the freedom to do it as long as you aren't harming anyone else. And you taking off your shirt doesn't bring harm to anybody. Yeah. 800-259-9231. That was a good uh, That was a good nice, nice. You got Hour 3 is coming up. This is Free Talk Live. <laughs> Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching in hour number three of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 800-259-9231. The phones are loaded up tonight. If you're getting a busy signal, patience, we will get to your calls if you get through. 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us. That, again, freetalklive.com. Ladies first, Judy, listening on KCAA, but she's in Michigan? Judy, you're on Free Talk Live. KCAA is in California. Are you listening to their Internet feed? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> the, uh, t- the TV stream went down, so I'm embedded into the browser, but, uh, hey, it works. What can you say? We're glad you're listening. I've, What's on your mind tonight, Judy? Well, I have a little trouble getting you live on your website, and I'm, I'm kind of, like, hmm. stumped about that, but... Well, we can't, um, we can't really do tech support over the air because we have to do an entertaining radio show. But uh, but I'm looking yeah. at my stream. And I'm looking at my stream, and we're streaming, so um, I don't know. Yeah, it's... that's kind of weird. I'll work it out. Don't worry. Um, you know, I've only listened to you guys probably a week or so now. Mm-hmm. And um, so I can get the podcast. But the thing about the drug war, you know, it's just another excuse to arrest people that uh, might be contrary to the government? Absolutely it is. <laughs> Not only is it an excuse to arrest them, but it's also an excuse to extract money from them, because once you've arrested them, then you get to slap them with a multi-hundred-dollar fine and uh, and make them that much poorer in their lives. So that way, um, not only are they being harassed by the government, but they're also being impoverished by the government, which, if they're impoverished by the government, it makes them less effective at possibly doing anything about the government in the future. So you're well, right. We need to stop giving them our money, no matter what. I don't care how much money you have. You need to stop paying them what they ask you, because so many people with money just pay the tickets and the fines and the attorney fees and go on about their lives. Mm -hmm. They need to be standing up and saying no more. I wonder if Eric from Michigan would call you a parasite for advocating such things. (laughs) 
not pain. Whoa. I don't know that she she necessarily heard her. I wouldn't want to meet him in a bar. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with you. I think you're right. Um, not only should people who are arrested for drug crimes and going through the system not plea out, they should take it to court. They should take it to trial. If they did that, if they just just did that, uh, if the 700,000 people plus that were arrested simply for marijuana possession last year took it to trial, the court system in this country would would just be crushed under the weight of all of those cases. Uh, there'd be no way for them to handle it. There aren't enough judges and bailiffs out there, enough time in the day to handle that many cases in this country. But most of them don't. You know, 99% of them uh, take the plea bargain, they pay the fine, and they try to move on with their lives. And it's understandable. They just want it to go away. They want the problem to disappear and they want to get back to their life but unfortunately it doesn't necessarily disappear because then you got the government you've got your record now you've got a, uh, a conviction on your record and the next time you're driving down the street the cop pulls behind you and runs your plate he's going to see that and he's going to know that well if you've been busted for marijuana once there's a good chance you've still got some because getting arrested for marijuana doesn't stop most people from using it in the future not, not so, most of them so they pull you over again and they keep pulling you over and you keep getting your money extracted from you not only should uh, d- should people busted in the drug war stop paying uh, but also people should stop paying this government period because if they're doing things that you don't agree with like you know a war in iraq or fill in the blank uh, just ruining people's lives being awful with the war on drugs that sort of thing then you should you should not be paying for products and services that you don't agree with. Judy, any other thoughts? Yes, I haven't been this convinced of a candidate's worth for president since I began voting back in 1970. And you're referring to Ron and, Paul? And yes, Ron Paul is making more and more sense every day. And if you have a dollar, send it to him. It's a good idea. I mean, every dollar counts. And, Judy, thank you for the call. Hope to hear from you again sometime. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, Mark, speaking of a dollar, you were telling me something about a Ron Paul website you came across uh, during the break. I was looking at this. Uh, I, I was The idea was I have a little Ron Paul bumper sticker on the back of my car. You do. Well, on, at ronpaulstuff.com, they have a giant vinyl sticker that you can put on the whole back glass of your SUV. It can says, you see through? It? Well, it's it's vinyl, so I mean, it's just the letters. Is it? Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. It's and and it says like Ron Paul, Hope for America, President 2008, Ron Paul 2008.com. I mean, it's the it's huge. They got one for pickup trucks. They got one in red, white, and blue. And there's a gentleman here who has something like that. It's not the one that you're looking at, but it's a nice big window sticker. You can spot him from a mile away. Well, this this one you can um this one is the only one I've seen so far, and you can catch him for uh, sounds expensive though. What I mean, what's that cost? They got one for eighteen, one for nineteen dollars. Wow, that's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, they yard signs and T-shirts and buttons and all that other good stuff. And I, I've been losing my signs, as you know. Um, Did you lose quickly. your your other one, or is it no, still tied I've down? No, I've got my third Ron Paul sign is still in my yard. I put it down with. You're coming up on wire. a week now on that, right? It's been up for a week. Almost. But they but they sell the the Ron Paul signs in uh, you know p- packs so that Bulk. you can give away the friends right. and that kind of thing. And th- from what I understand, they don't make any money on this. All the um, you know it's it's set. The prices are set very low. And any uh, profits that they make are going to Ron Paul. What's campaign. the point? I mean, you're not going to get rich off of selling Ron Paul stuff. It's you know going to last you a few months at the, at the most. Right. They just, you just need to unload it. You need to get it in many people's hands as possible. So that's RonPaulStuff.com if you want the big 
giant, giant vinyl sticker thing. And, there's, and the, this is one of the coolest things about the Ron Paul uh, movement, about the people that are that are campaigning out there for Ron Paul, uh, the volunteers and the people coming up with these products and, and things like that. They're competing with each other to have the best Ron Paul shirts, to have the best Ron Paul signs, to have the best you know Ron Paul merchandise. So there's actually competition going on within the market segment of Ron Paul merchandise. It's amazing how much there is. I mean, we've got the you know the guys at the Liberty Card, uh, one of our uh, sponsors at LibertyCard.org, have their own Ron Paul card that they've come up with. So just some of the innovative uh, innovative ideas that are coming out of the people that aren't even involved with his campaign officially. The people behind Ron was it Ron Paul stuff it's ronpaulstuff.com, yes. The people behind that site, the people behind libertycard.org, and all of the other Ron Paul sites out there, these aren't official campaign staffers. They're individuals that are devoting their own time to creating and putting out these products and promoting them and, you know, maybe making a couple pennies on the shipping, but that's probably about it. I mean, right. that's there, probably not making there's sites, there's sites like that all over. Um, I happen to have gone to this one, but, you know, there's other people doing it, and I think it's fantastic. All these people that are just wanting to do whatever they can to get Ron Paul elected. And they can use however much of their creative energy they want to, and mm-hmm. it's, it's really paying off. Let's continue and talk to Greg in New Hampshire. Greg, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hello, Greg. Yeah, hi. I wanted to talk about a little tax loop I discovered this week where people might want to avoid paying a little extra money on their cell phone bill. Okay, what's this? Well, you can register the cell phone. Just ask for a number in any city you want. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a higher tax state, you can just go and say, yes, I would like my phone to be, uh, phone number to be from Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. And then you would save money on calls. You could uh, call people and ask Mark to take off the shirt. That's a brilliant idea, and I hope you're telling the truth, but I think, I think that is a brilliant idea beyond the shirt. Uh, it the makes shirt sense. Show. It some, does make sense. That some states would be taxing um, less or more, some communities less Unless or more. Unless they determine it based on, not based on your area code, but based on your billing address, which may be no, how it's, it's based determined. on where the phone uh, number is from. Good to know. So are you saying Vegas or that uh, Nevada is the uh, the cheapest area, or is that just one of the cheapest? Uh, Nevada areas? is the uh, cheapest area. Good so, to know. I hope you guys use that and Mark you take off your shirt. Thanks for the expertise. 800-259-9231. want me to take off my shirt I so don't much? know, but I'm wondering what would happen if you did. Uh, then, right then now? The, then it, I'm not taking off my shirt for you, lady. I, could, I can see it in your eyes. Oh, you do it for her. I, 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 would, I would never. I've seen you in your underwear before, Mark. Well... <laughs> No, but you see what I'm saying? Like, what if yeah, you well, I've slept in the same bed as your boyfriend. Well, what if you... So? <laughs> That's true, we have. Um, That's disturbing. But yeah, I'm did... more disturbed by that than anything. <laughs> what if you did take off your shirt and we, you know, snapped a photo, put it up online? Would they ask for your pants next? I mean, what, what would they do oh next? Oh, my wow. God. And would they take it to the next step? I think I need. I think we need to stick with the shirt if they're talking about <laughs> me, uh, taking off my pants. Come Maybe on, Mark. Sh- there needs to be some... This, this needs to be an amp perk. That we need to have like a, a, a milestone. Well, let's let's get let's, Ron let's get Ron Paul up to his uh, get Ron get, Paul elected get and elected. get to five thousand dollars on amp and Mark will take off his shirt. That's kind of weak for getting Ron Paul elected. Yeah, <laughs> people are gonna be let down too. Yeah. By the way, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website. We've got archives. An entire year's worth of the show. Front page of the website for your downloading convenience. 
They're free. Freetalklive.com. Do you want to pay higher prices for goods and services? Hell no. Well... You do every time that someone doesn't pay their bills. Bums. Yeah, this is one of the many compelling reasons that SACL CAI has been at the cornerstone of collections for more than 35 years. You know, but Ian, sometimes people can't pay their bills. And a good excuses, co- excuses. A good I've heard collections them all. company always tries to work with people. And right. sales uh, in SACL CAI is that kind of collections company. They don't go out and break people's knees or anything like that. They try to work with the customers so that you can have that person as a customer in the future. They have a, you know, they have a, a, a kid glove kind of approach. That's good. You don't want to burn bridges. Yeah. Yep. Um, check out their banner at uh, freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. They'll have a no-cost, no-obligation proposal that you can get. 1-800-259-9231. And if you're in business and uh, you have outstanding debts, you should take that uh, option. Sickle CII. Anyway, 800-259-9231. As we continue with the phone calls and talk to, it is Don in Pennsylvania. Or excuse me, that's actually John in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. John? Hello. Hello. What's yeah. on your mind? I am not an anti-Semite. I, I believe God has put a curse on all anti-Semitism and to hate Jews is a dangerous business. And the Bible and human history both prove this lesson over and over again. However, I don't know if the Bible pro- proves anything. It's an old book. Mm. But go ahead. Well, but uh, well, there's a problem with the Jew equal to the problem of the Muslim, and it's not talked about a lot in Christian circles. All right, what are you talking it's, about? Because I'm getting well, sick of the racist 9/11, garbage. The public has had an education concerning the Koran and the role of life for the Muslim. This is because Islam had come to light in the public eye. The public hasn't been educated about Islam. The public's been lied to about Islam. Mm-hmm. Well, but but if you would also pr- put the searchlight on the Jew and the Talmud and the Zohar, you would find things written, oh, the most horrible things written. That you know Jews what I'm going to put the searchlight on? The next caller. Perfect. Let's talk to Joe in Washington. Mm-hmm. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. I don't want to hear that garbage. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. I think he was... It sounded like he was a, a one of those Jew bashing people, you know. It I don't know. Like that I, necess- I wanted to hear what he had to say. The Jew, the Jew, well, whatever. You can go talk to somebody else. Joe, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Hi, nice to talk to you. I just started listening to your show. Really enjoy it. Great. What's up? I'm a uh, military police officer, actually. Just going on two years now. Uh, I caught your show a while back. You're talking about a uh, basic training at uh, Fort Leonardwood. Okay, I'm not familiar and with the I just story. I want to put it out there that you know some of that hazing. You know, if you volunteered for it and all and you knew what you're getting into, it it does push you along. It does make you better. You know, it hurts a lot of people, too, I see. And uh, I saw some guys get out. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I look back on it as a very good thing. But uh, I want to put that out there. The big thing I was worried about was uh, you talked about involuntary military service. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, some people thought that was a good idea. Yeah. By the way, most of those people are rarely soldiers. Um, soldiers definitely do not want to fight next to some guy who has to be there. No, no. I mean, it's hard enough when you go through basic training on a volunteer status. I mean, that's what makes our military better than a lot of them is the fact that we volunteered for it. We knew what we were getting into. And uh, if you had everyone have a mandatory time in there, I mean, that's taking away our freedom and what I'm fighting for. 
Exactly right. Uh, it's the antithesis of freedom to force everyone into whether it's whether it's military service or whether it's you know working for uh, some other government bureaucracy. Uh, it's it is absolutely taking away freedom, and I'm glad you get that. And I think there are a lot of people uh, that get that and uh, that are in the military today. Now, as a military man, are you familiar with uh, with the Ron Paul campaign at all? Actually, I had never heard of them until I listened to your station, and uh, I'm uh, I wasn't for getting into the war. I'm kind of for staying in. But uh, I'm willing to overlook his stance on that just because of his I've, – I've never heard of libertarian views until I heard your show. Interesting. And I am all for the Constitution and what this country was founded on. Well, if you're all for the Constitution – and I'm not, I don't hopefully you don't get upset at me. I'm just trying to hold your feet to the fire here a little bit. If you're all That's for right. the Constitution and you weren't for getting into the war, how can you justify being in favor of continuing it? I justify that by I don't want to see my – brothers have died in vain, and I don't want to see what we have done unstabilize it worse than it was in the first place. Yeah, it does sort of, I understand what you're talking about there. I mean, when we were kids, we were told to pick up our toys when we were done playing, and I kind of feel that way to some extent, um, so I sort of understand. I also feel like, man, we've screwed with those people enough. Let's let them just figure out whatever it is they're going to do, and Without trying be, to put a government in place, but I, I totally get what you're saying. It, it may be hard to come to grips with this, but you know your brothers have died in vain, and no amount of further uh, further sacrifice is going to uh, to bring that back, is or is going to fix that problem. Uh, more people dying in Iraq isn't going to help the guys that are already dead, or isn't going to make them uh, die for some sort of reason. I mean, the fact is, those guys went over there and they died at the behest of the politicians in Washington D.C. The politicians who get to sit in their cushy little offices and eat their donuts all day long as you guys are out dying in the dirt. They could give a damn about you guys. And, you know, that's what this war is all about. It's all about political football, and it's all about politicians and what they want to do. It doesn't have anything to do with anything noble at all. It, the most noble thing we can do for well, the, the men over the there... the nobility is in the, uh, is, is, you know, in the hearts of the soldiers, and I've, I've got to respect that well, part. The most noble thing you can do is to bring them, uh, bring all of you home and uh, and allow you to live a productive life instead of uh, risking death for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And I understand that, but you know, a lot of us do want to be there, and uh, don't don't want to just you know, it's like you said, we don't want to stop something we started. But, well, uh, also, you um, you also said you're in favor of the Constitution, and the Constitution makes it very clear, and I think Ron Paul would point this out, but the Constitution makes it very clear that if indeed the American military is to be utilized in some sort of foreign adventurism in a war, then a war has to be declared, and that was never done in this particular case. In fact, it hasn't been done since uh, World War II. So technically, I don't know that I agree with that, impo- that point entirely. Um, the the president of the United States is is considered to be the commander in chief of the the armed military. Right, and he service. can only command uh, troops into war if the Congress gives him approval by a declaration of war to do so. Flaw in the Constitution. So technically, oh, so you're saying the president should just be able to take the troops wherever he wants to? I'm That's not saying not that he should be able to do such a thing. I'm saying that there's a problem with the way the Constitution's written. The um, problem is that they, they're Thomas supposed to Jefferson, talk about it? Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States, moved uh, the Navy and Marines into place without declaring uh, war. This is the guy who helped uh, pen the uh, Declaration of Independence. Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely, Mark. So, I mean, you're not making a, a really good point there. You're just saying that Thomas Jefferson was corrupted by power. Okay. I don't think he was. Well, obviously he was because he uh, bypassed the whole constitutional concept of, de- of a declaration of war. Does that uh, does that um, speak to you at all? 
Joe? I understand what you're saying. It's just, you know, you get a lot of different opinions in the military. Some want to be there, some don't. And uh, I, I in no way can speak for the entire military, no matter what I say. Yeah, of, of course not. Of course not. Hey, we're glad you're out there listening. Thank you. And uh, thank yeah. you for the call. We hope to hear from you again. Keep always listening. interesting to Yeah, always interesting to hear what's going on on the inside of government bureaucracy. So hopefully you can call us back sometime with, uh, with one of your stories from being a uh, military police officer. Thanks, Joe. 800-259-9231. Stan, Alex, Rich, Rick. Ladies, your calls come first. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231, inviting you to our website to take part in all kinds of fun stuff. We've got the wiki there with over 1,400 pages created by listeners just like you. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. Head to wiki.freetalklive.com to see what it's all about. WIKI.freetalklive.com to Illinois and Matt on the amplifier line. Matt, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's on your mind? Uh, I wanted to backtrack a little bit and talk about Eric who called in earlier. Eric who called in way back in hour one to basically say that uh, we all owe taxes because we were born here and that there's no con- there's no uh, actual explicit agreement necessary, uh, so on and so forth. And if you don't pay taxes, then you're a parasite, blah 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 yeah, uh, a lot of uh, other callers went over some of the stuff I'm going to go over, but I think it bears repeating. First off, I lost nearly all my respect for him. I mean, he he's called into the show before, and he's brought up some really good points and made some interesting phone calls. And I agree. He, I've really enjoyed Scott. almost all of his calls. Tonight he was in a uh, particularly foul mood. Yeah, well, we all do get in foul moods, and, and I think he, you know, he brought his, some, his up some point things. was foul, too. Yes. Because I really have a lot of respect for Ed and Elaine Brown and their stance that they have taken. And I think more people should take that stance. And I was born in this country. This is my country. And if he don't like it, he can get the hell out. Well, I mean, I, if, he, if he doesn't like it, he could just keep paying his taxes. I mean, he seems to like the idea of paying taxes. So I mean, Well, he, he can do that in Russia. He can do that in England. He can do that in France. Right, there's a, there's like a plethora of countries. He can go up to Canada and do that. Yeah, lots this of countries will let you pay taxes, on, that's for sure. Right. This this country was, was, was based on freedom, and we need to regain our freedom in this country. And right. We need to do what we can get it done. And if that takes bitching and moaning, then that's what we got to do. Well, I agree with you. We should reclaim our freedoms, but I don't necessarily agree that it should be done on this, you know, bit by bit, step by step, incremental basis. I think that more people should seize as much freedom as they possibly can by rejecting as much government as they possibly can instantaneously. It doesn't take a, a lot of effort to just stop paying these thugs. Just stop it. And that's the other thing is we shouldn't call them taxes anymore. We should call them extortion because that's what it is. Absolutely. Matt, any other thoughts? Yeah, Mark, keep your shirt on. 
<laughs> I'm with Matt. Maybe that's what we should do. We should have people bid. We should uh, have people bid uh, like a, like a, like an auction. Like the people that bid the most for him, uh, whoever bids the most, either gets gets what they want. So uh, people can throw money into a pot to have Mark take his shirt off, or people can throw money into a pot to have Mark keep his shirt on. That you certainly are spending a lot of time coming up with a plan on how to get my shirt off. I don't know. Well, yeah. There's somebody else that I'd like to see with their shirt on. I bet I would, you would. I wouldn't say anything more about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Thanks for the call, you dirty old man. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. 800-259-9231. Hell of a lot more interesting than me, I can assure you. Yeah. I look pretty good with my shirt off. Oh, wait. He wasn't talking about me, was he? Yeah, he probably wasn't. All right. And no, I don't look that great with my shirt off. Let's go and talk to uh, Stan in California. Oh, wait. No. There's a lady. There's a lady. Jennifer in Vegas. You're on Free Talk Live. Jennifer, Hello. Hey, hi, this is Jennifer from Las Vegas. Jennifer, what's on your mind? Well, I'm sitting here in my living room cutting Ron Paul business cards that I made myself. Uh, we go to all the UNLV football games and pass them out. And I, uh, like you said, I, I came up with my own idea. It's got YouTube, Ron Paul in the front. And I also put them on all the cars when I go to grocery stores or movies or all that kind do you, of stuff. Do you think that that might be a bad approach? I mean, do, do you feel like people get, uh, get irritated by that? Well, the funny thing is, I went to the movies the other day. I came outside, and there was a brochure for a new yoga place on my car, Mm -hmm. just as I had done those cars, so I don't know. But actually, why I really called was I've been reading that New Hampshire's going to change their laws on you guys and require you to be registered Republican to vote in your primaries. Not true. Um, I've uh, checked it out, and apparently there's a little. I, now I'm not. I'm speaking only for the state of New Hampshire. From what I understand, uh, there. Who knows you know, what hanky panky's going on New in the York other 49? New York and California yeah. have its own uh, own problems, but with New Hampshire, nothing's changed. Um, an, oh, okay, un, an undeclared can still uh, register. You know, can still register Republican on day of. Uh, Republicans can still uh, vote in the primary. The only th- Democrats could never vote in a Republican primary, so you know nothing's changed. Okay, well, I was really worried about that when I read that, because I'm like, they're just pulling this to stop Ron Paul from getting getting elected, you know. Um, oh, they'll try <clears> whatever <throat> dirty tricks they here. can get away with. They'll try them all. You're, no, you're they right. they do. So we have caucuses here in Nevada, which I've never been involved in, but starting this week, we're going to start walking our precinct. We've got the list, and uh, we've got, like, I ordered Ron Paul bumper stickers and all this stuff, and I'm going to give everybody a little kit and um, talk to them and hopefully they come down and uh, vote for me. And so I'm hoping I can be a delegate. Oh, oh, okay. That's what you have to do. I see. So you have to be voted in as a delegate to the Republican Party, and then you can, as a delegate, what can you do as a delegate? Well, that we're unsure about. We meet in the Las Vegas meetup group, and it's kind of confusing um, because... It worries me because it's not a primary, so people don't go and cast a vote. They actually, we actually have to convince, like, our neighbors to come down and sit in a room hmm. and vote for us. And then, you know, I'm not sure what happens after that. They try to make it confusing. Some, Politics is very confusing. It's yeah. complicated because the people that are in charge, they know the loopholes. They know how the system works. And they expect that it's going to be so much, uh, so much effort for you that you'll just throw in the towel and stay home. But I think a lot of people like you, self-starters, who are going out creating things, aren't going to throw in the towel. You're going to keep pressing and keep pushing and keep learning until you figure out the system, and you're going to work it, and, and uh, hopefully to your advantage. Good luck, Jennifer, and thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. As we continue, this time we'll talk to Stan in California. Stan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind, Stan? Um, I'm calling in regards to the caller earlier. Uh, his name was Eric. He was talking about the uh, you know the whole uh, Brown incident and being yes. a parasite. 
Um, I'm going to actually have to take a different stance on this and agree with him. Okay, okay. how so? Because um, if he if he's right, if you are going to live within the confines of the society on your own will, you cannot eat your cake. You know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You, what you good chew. is cake if you don't eat it? I hate that phrase. Why would you have cake and not eat it? Because okay, you're going to let your cake rot in, in your closet. Okay, that's fine. That's fine by me. But I'm going to you know. You, you you have to if you're going to take the benefits of something you had you've got to take some sacrifices. Could you name some of you these benefits? Yes. Do you, okay. Um, you use all the roads. You uh, the get, roads which yep. my property taxes pay for here in Keene. And your gas taxes they yeah. pay for it too. Okay. Cool. Keep um, going. Police forces, public education, which you blasted, which is pretty much you called propaganda. <laughs> right. FDA regulations on well, all your. Wait, I mean, Julia's not using bu- uh, government education. And really? I don't have children who are using government education either, and that's also largely paid for by property taxes and could be easily handled in other matters, but continue. Well, that's, that's you cannot choose, you cannot take and choose where everything goes for. And that's the where the problem is. Right. That's what, what you're saying is, is really the attitude of a slave. A slave doesn't get to pick and choose, but a free man does. Uh, no, right. no. Especially you're people who live in a free slave. country. You're, very, you're being very detriment to people that were owned by white supremacists who cared about nothing but money. Like hell I am. You're out of your mind. If the government can take my wages and you know and, and forcibly take my wages and point guns at me, you're telling me that I'm not legitimately a slave? Yeah, no, you're not, because no one is controlling you to do anything. You're only half a slave, what? Mark. They're not controlling me to do anything. You know, what if I don't I, give them my money? Someone said, oh, oh, if you can close down the borders, they trap you in. Well, hold on. What if I don't? Wait, you said that they're not forcing me to do anything. What if I don't give them my money for income tax? If you don't give them your money for income tax, they have the right to come. They don't have they, a right. Yes, they, they do. have the right to take my money away from me. Yes. How did they get that right? Right. How, how did they? How did they procure the that right? You, because you know that's the law, and if you are. I don't no know what the laws say. Have you right. ever well, read the law? If I write some crap down on a piece of paper, if I write some crap down on a piece of paper, do you have to you do have it? No power. You're, you don't. You don't hold a government position. Whatever you write on. How did this paper, government get to be in charge of all this stuff? Because they were elected by tax-paying individuals. How did those tax-paying individuals um, get the power to give to take away my wages? Because I didn't give it to them. I didn't contract with them. Voting, uh, yeah, going into know, a little booth and checking a box on a piece of paper doesn't do anything to grant power to anybody. If you don't have authority to uh, to rule over somebody else's life, then you can't grant authority to somebody else because you didn't have it in the first place. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show. Only moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call at 1-800-259-9231. Phones have been loaded all night long. I told you we were going to talk about the Browns story. I don't know if we're going to get to it. Suffice it to say, they were arrested last night. And now they're going to be spending probably the rest of their lives in jail. Because they've got five years on the tax evasion charges that they were convicted for earlier this year. And now the feds are going to be throwing extra charges at them for weapons, possession, and you know they found bombs and guns and that sort of thing in their house. So they're probably going to get a charge for each one of those things. Mm. I don't know if these people are ever going to make it out of uh, federal prison. Anyway, 800-259-9231. Uh, had lots to talk about. We'll get to some of it maybe tomorrow night, including the barbershop owner that committed suicide at a city council meeting. Oh, dear God. Let's go to the phones, though. This is your show, and you can bring up anything, starting with Rich in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Rich? 
Hello. Hey, not Rich. to beat the uh, Ed Brown thing with a stick, but, uh, I mean, like you said, they're not going to get out of prison. And over the next couple of days, I mean, be prepared for the cops to, hey, maybe they'll even claim they were building an A-bomb. Who knows? But <laughs> what we knows? have to yeah. look at is they're not going to get out of there. And when you're in there, like, you, they need money. Because, like, all their assets are frozen, and, like, when they're in there, they'll need to use the vending machines to eat because they'll get, like, 1,200 calories a day, and they'll be in, like, 50-degree air conditioning. Hmm. Somebody needs to have a a way to raise money to them. That's a fine idea. Because they're our friends, whether we knew them personally or not, but we need to... They are very brave people. You're right. They're very brave people. They stood up for the liberties of all Americans. They could have settled, you know, with the IRS before. Sure, they could have. So, I mean, we need they're going to need money in there because they'll they'll have none and they'll be starving. I, mean, I think that's, that's a great idea. Um, point number one, though, is that right now we don't even know where they're being held. No one has uh, has yet figured that out, to my understanding. Yeah. There is a, a several hundred page long thread about Ed and Elaine Brown on the NHfree.com forums. If you're interested in this case and you aren't yet a subscriber to that thread or you're not yet viewing that thread, you should check it out. And as soon as the information comes out about where they're at, that would be a great idea to post on. On that forum, because then, because that's where a lot of the people that really care about Ed and Elaine are going to to get updates on this case. So post yeah, that I mean, idea there. Yeah, so they there. could buy razors or whatever. Because I mean, you just you don't you know they'll have to buy their own shoes and stuff. And I, I mean, you know, we got to do something. And you know, well said. I think it's a great idea. And thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And you know, sometimes uh, with the commissary there in, in jail or prison, it just a few a Snickers bar or something like that. Take your mind off the problems that are at hand. Indeed. Uh, so, 800-259-9231. Let's go to Jeremy in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, guys. Sorry I missed you last time. We don't know when that was, Jeremy. So, what's on your mind? Oh, well, I, that got two cars ago. I mean, one of the things about the law is that uh, a law is, we have a right to oppose the law, you know, as Americans and uh, most of the laws that the government has pretty much suck as far as all these taxes go. I mean, yep. I, I'm a good working American, and I don't pay federal tax. Good but for when you. I, but when, when I claim exempt on my tax form, whether they like it or not, and uh, when when, um, when when they um, when the state does something I like, then I pay more money to them. And then they decide where that money goes, and if they want to give more to the government, then that's okay. But I've been going through the states and things like that, Ian, Mark, and Julia, and I'm always honored to talk with you guys. Well, it's always good having you on the show, Jeremy, and I think that the government is frightened to death of people like you. They don't want people like you around who are making individual choices as to what they value and what they don't. You're saying, okay, I don't like the federal government, I don't like what the feds are doing, so I'm not going to pay taxes to them. My state, they've been doing okay, I'm going to pay some taxes to them, that's okay. You're making individual choices about what you are paying for, and if more and more and people took their finances and their, uh, their taxes into their hands like that, and actually made choices instead of just going along with whatever it is the government demands of them, this government would have to change the way it behaved. Uh, but right now they don't have to change because most people do go along with the flow. They do pay the government whatever they demand uh, of them, and, and the, the demands just keep going up. The demands just keep increasing. And uh, eventually... I'd like more Americans to start paying, claiming exempt on their tax form and paying their money into the state 
I mean, to their trusted officials that I, I think Americans should uh, should claim exempt and then do as they feel is best with their money, whether it be sending their their kid to school, uh, whether it be putting food on the table, whether it be contributing to charity, or, or whether hoarding it, be, it. Or mm-hmm. hoarding it for themselves. Exactly. I think Jeremy's got a pretty good plan there. I think he's right. And Jeremy, thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. And keep up the work, and thanks for always taking my call. We will, my friend. This is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open to anybody. 800-259-9231. Yeah, you don't have to have a special in like Jeremy. Everybody can call. They're deathly afraid of of people making their own decisions and choices for themselves. And, you know, is it that easy? Do you just have to get the W-2 and put it as exempt to keep all your money? It's very easy. I used to file as an exempt when I was young, when I started working when I was 14. Mm -hmm. Because um, I believe, as I was told when I was younger and I was trying to fill out these tax forms that I did not understand as a 14-year-old. Sure, why would you? I don't understand them now. Yeah. If you go Nobody to school, does. you're legally allowed to claim exempt. You get some sort of a pass if you're in school. Now, I'm not sure if that's limited to, like, high school or it, or if it extends to college. I'm really not sure. Free Talk Live does not give tax advice. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> as I understand, you can just write exempt on your on your taxes, and, and they still take out the Social Security. They still take out the Medicare. That but the sucks. employer gives you all of your money, and then it's your job to, like, if it... It's your job to pay your taxes if you it's need to. It's your responsibility. To. So at yeah. that point in time, your employer is no longer involved, and it's your responsibility. And I, I mean, I imagine eventually that might catch up with you, but maybe. Well, more who people. Knows? If more people do it, though, if right. a bunch of people were to claim exempt, then uh, then it'd be much more difficult for the IRS to go after them because the IRS, it's easy for them to target an employer that's not uh, doing their taxes properly. Right. Uh, but it's more difficult for them to go after a bunch of little guys that are keeping all of their money. And oh. in fact, that's why the withholding system came about, was because originally it wasn't a withholding system, and each taxpayer, each person had to cut their own check at the end of the year, and that made it so that people were aware of the taxes they were paying. Whereas if it's withheld from your check, you only see the numbers at the top of the check, and it's, you, know, you don't look at that, you're looking I at I lose the- $400 a month. To the federal government. And I wish I could have that $400 in my bank account every month. That's a car payment for some people. Not that you have a no, car payment. No, I don't have one, a car payment. But, I mean, that, but would it, a that would be a significant. That would be a significant increase in wealth for you. Right. I think that the withholding tax is the, uh, the, the biggest evil perpetrated on the American people in the last hundred years. It is awful. So um, fight it on, on the individual level. I wish we could keep talking about it. we got calls. we got to go to them. Let's talk to Brock in Nevada. You're on Free Talk Live. Brock, on the amp line. Hello. How are you doing tonight, guys? Great. Good. What's on your mind, sir? Want to tell you about a uh, big going on in California. The Ron Paul revolution is out of hand. This time we've taken over an entire truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> Do explain this. I'd love to hear the story. We've got a one-mile-long stretch uh, along one of the busiest highways in the country at this truck stop. It's got two huge billboards, three semi-trailers, a bunch of smaller billboards, and by the end of this weekend, they're all going to be declaring the Ron Paul revolution is on. You're going to have Ron Paul signage on the side of a semi-trailer? Yes, sir. That hmm. is fantastic. Truckers now, for Ron Paul. Well, of course, and, truckers and are for Ron big, Paul. Of course they are. And two big billboards. Now, is the uh, the truck stop owner, is he a big supporter? He is. That is awesome. And you know those truckers are going to be uh, – the truckers are amazingly well-networked. Um, you know, if you've ever been inside a truck stop, they've got all kinds of gadgets and satellite gizmos and things like that. Truckers are so high-tech today. They've got a wonderful little network amongst themselves. They're not just on the CB radio anymore. They're, truckers are on wireless Internet, satellite Internet. Uh, I, I, I bet there's a huge word amongst the truck driving, the professional driving population about Ron Paul because those guys are uh, – you know, they're America's cowboys. You know, they're uh, – they're, uh, 
the lifeblood of the American retail system. I mean, we owe a lot to uh, to the professional drivers of America, and they the many of them tend to be very liberty minded, and they're very sick and tired of uh, the Interstate Commerce Commission and all of the other regulatory agencies that make their life a living hell. So I imagine there'll be a lot of them will be behind Ron, uh, be behind Ron Paul. Truckers love Ron Paul, and that's why this truck stop is just. Amazing. This is just a busy highway, and, and we got a lot of work to do this weekend, but the revolution is on. Are you a driver? No, sir. Are you working at the stop? Nope, I'm not working. Uh, I, get, I just got an email. I live in Las Vegas, got an email, and they said, hey, we're doing this this weekend, and I... That's why the, the Ron Paul. That's why the Ron Paul campaign is so awesome. powerful. Because somebody can pick up a call, uh, pick up the phone, a state away, and people will just rush in. Yep, it's amazing, Brock. Thanks for the story, dude. And hopefully somebody will post some pictures online. I'd love to see that. Thanks, dude. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Only a few seconds remain, but maybe Mark has a point. Mark in Missouri, you got about twenty seconds, my friend. Mark in Missouri. Hello. Yes, sir. That's me. Uh, yep. I think that uh, the fair people have to pay it to work. I mean. Pay to make money? I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense. No, does, it sure does anybody, does anybody uh, pick up on that? No, it's absolutely absurd, and it needs to stop. People need to stop paying into the system. If they don't agree with it, they shouldn't be paying for it. I mean, hey, we got to pay gas to get there. I mean, we got to pay our clothes, food, and gar- drinks, and coffee, and everything, and donuts, whatever. You know, I mean, we shouldn't have to pay to work, too. I am with you, my friend, Mark. Thanks for the call. It has been Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. We shall return tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 